about that who was always clipping bits of sprue into a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L- Linus. Uh, yeah, Linus. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, Jesus. man. That's probably super racist, isn't it? To just rattle off a bunch of European names. <laughs> <coughs> like what we were talking about earlier. I might have to uh, drop that one out. Yeah, I might have to edit, edit out that, all that, all that racist, racial stuff. Um, so, were you ever expecting to play fantasy again? Or were no. you. I mean, I know you were, but were you expecting it to be what it is now? Like what, what is now happening? Oh, I don't know. It depends. Well. Who knows what's happening, man? Like, there's uh, we had we had a bunch of people playing, but you know, we've got a, we've got an event lined up in May, uh, that we're running just to see how many people show up, sort of thing. So it'll be interesting just to see. If, uh, I do know there's a bit of hype around it. Do you think that there's actually going to be the substance of people turning up? Yeah, I think so. With? Well, we've sold a bunch of tickets. Like people are definitely oh, great. Pay, paid for tickets and stuff. So I'm um, so keen for eight third. I just have no one to play with. Yeah, and, and th- there's enough people sort of in our group as well that we're going to run it anyway. So it, it just we'll see if it sells out. That'll be an interesting thing to see. Yeah. Um, Where are you at at the moment? Like 10, 15, 20? Um, we've definitely sold, I think we've sold about 10 tickets. And Jeez, then, that's, that's a good start. But there's, you know, there's a, there's a hard limit of people, which I think we've yeah. said the limit is 24. But I think we can go up to 28, and it, there's over 30 people marked as going. In addition, sort of, so you know, we'll see what happens. See how many, see how many of those people turn up. But I mean, last week we had four tables. So we had like eight people playing uh, down the Magic Vault, and then extra, on the Thursday night. Yeah, on the Thursday night. Um, wow. And cool. then just a bunch of other, you know, people who also have armies just hanging out watching games and shit like that. So. Yeah, uh, it's going pretty well. I don't know. Just is Renee going to fly up from Taz? No, he can't because it's um, uh, it's right near one of his kids' uh, birthdays or something like that, or two two of his kids' birthdays because he's got like ten kids. Fuck um, yeah, that'd be all the year for him, pretty much. Yeah, it depends how you spread them out. Yeah, that's true. If you only, well, in Tasmania, they don't spread them very well out here. If you if you only procreate like the same time of the year. You know what I mean? Like just uh, <laughs> you, could, you could batch him. Yeah. So well, yeah. Just have one month where all their birthdays. So it's just one month of like <laughs> fucking terror. And if you have that at Christmas too, boom, that's gonna save you a bunch. Because then you just yeah, like that. double up. A couple of them are gonna be so close to Christmas. You know, don't need to buy them separate gifts and shit. And then you have just like two parties or three three combined parties. Because parties aren't aren't cheap, you know. But I guess like it, <laughs> as soon as you've got ten kids anyway, it's just gonna be. A lot of fucking, lot of, lot of admin, um, but yeah, like so, so yeah, he's got a uh, some stuff too close, yeah. But it'd be good, yeah. man. Like, um, but you'll get he, well. DTA this is just the first cast. one too. What's that? Sorry, you'll get DTA from the cast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. DTA was um was there on on, on uh, Sunday night. Oh, sorry, on Thursday night as well. Yeah, uh, playing games. We recorded on Sunday night. Recorded some more electric guns. It's coming out. Because it's like been a couple guns. couple of weeks since the last one, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah how did the um? Time. How did the cast with your wife go? Good. Oh, I haven't. We haven't done that yet. She was really oh, sick. Really? Yeah, she got really sick on. Um, we, I was gonna record that Saturday night, but she got really sick. Um, and then she's yeah. just been fucking flat out at work. And then I was okay. recording tonight, and then I've got games on Thursday, so we're gonna record it next week instead. Because I've got a bunch of stuff coming out this week anyway. So you know, yeah, fresh content. Oh, awesome. Yeah, because be your one of your main hobbies has become podcasting, hasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'd say it's really the it's the main thing, other than just yeah, you know, being being a fucking jack off. 
Um, <laughs> no, pretty much. That's yeah, not a just hobby, though, man. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's not exclusive. That's, that's, that's full-time. From what we were talking about earlier with work, it sounds like you've gone full-time jack-off. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, no, fucking podcasting takes up takes up probably most of my hobby time. I reckon, yeah, it, I think I've said that before. It's probably, like, my number one hobby. But, I mean, the last few weeks, I've just been so busy, like, the last the month of February, basically. I was just super busy doing shit, even though, you know, don't have much shit going on. I was just flat out all the time. I don't know how that works, but, you know. Um, so I'm sort of playing catch up. And then Michael being away as well, um, overseas is a bit of a pain, ass, pain in the ass as well for so Are you get, getting cast Randy on stuff. for a little while? What's that, sorry? Are you going to keep Randy on for a little while? Oh, well, yeah, I might bring him in. Well, he lives up the road, yeah. Um, oh, so cool. Because he's, he's yeah. you guys were live together, weren't you, in the same... Yeah, yeah, he came around, yeah. yeah. Um, now, I've got to get, uh, I think, next... Uh, yeah, um, next time I have Randy on, we're going to get uh, Tim McShane on as well. Uh, he's one of the... He's the... Uh, uh, one, another army dude who has, like, a huge mega fucking ultramarine army. Oh, uh, cool. You might have seen that. There's some pictures of that up. He's just got so much shit, man. Like it, like, just like it's like fourteen thousand points or something, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. He's probably got more because he's got just hundreds and hundreds of marines, and then he's got full transport options for them all, like <laughs> like drop pods, fucking full armored company, like all just he's he's got everything, man. He's got so many breaches. So he's like the station master at um at Herocon. Like he played ZM like every single uh every single uh sort of uh, game slot basically just defended this fucking station just crushed everybody uh, <laughs> all, all weekend so we're gonna get him on for a chat that'll be fun um yeah. but i'm gonna get robbie uh robbie rinsma who um uh, come, is another vault lacquer and um gonna go through all the uh those new territories and oh sorry the um the new subquests for necromunda like there's a ton of um of uh like subquest trees essentially it's like a it's like a card like a card system you draw before a game you can draw like a secret submission basically you don't show the enemy and they're is that community made or is that official no it's official yeah it's in the it's in the new book um when they redid the rule book and the gangs book they also added in not only did they they combine all of those original books because so the way they did is they dropped the rule book which had the basic rules and the advanced rules then they dropped gang war one which had oh sorry then they had then they God, dropped a thing called terrible yeah oh, fuck no did they what did they do then they dropped gang war one which had the rules for playing <laughs> not just em because the original one is just em then and then gang war one two three and four and then throughout those books so if you wanted to play just a normal mission which was outside which wasn't cm you had to look in three different places for every phase to see all the different yeah. options and shit that you could do if you wanted to play with the full rules. So it's just a fucking nightmare. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah, so when they, in any case, when they recombined that, they got rid of the old campaign. The only campaign now is the Dominion campaign, which is the good one. The one that John French wrote. Um, yeah. Black Library author John French. Um, and so they got rid of that and then uh, they, they, sorry, sorry, they, then they put in the Dominion campaign. They got rid of the original campaign. Um, and then they also just added in a bunch of extra shit as well, um, which, you know, wasn't really talked about that much. I haven't seen much talk about it, but yeah, the subquests are cool because they're more like a, um, they're not, they're not shit that you use in the, they're not shit that, that helps you win the game or anything, but they're missions that you can do to get more cash essentially. So like, 
Yeah. One of them might be that, like, a noble is giving your leader, like, hey, I'll give you fucking 500 creds in an unmarked envelope if you go and get the enemy gang leader and throw him off a height. So, if you, if you, so, if you, so literally, so you're gonna drag him up four yeah. stories of underhive. Yeah. So you like if you take out an enemy character, so there's um leaders and gang champions, and they're characters basically. So if you like throw one of them off a height, like off, a, and they fall to there, and they go out of action from a fall, basically, you can just like claim cash. So it makes it a bit more cinematic and more crazy, uh, which yeah. is good. So yeah, we've got to go through all of those because there's like a full fucking, you know, how many cards are in a card deck? Was it fifty two? Like fuckload, fuckload of cards. I'd, wow, to, I'd really like Necromunda to take off down here, but they're playing Kill mm. Team instead. Something. Yeah, Kill Team. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's not a bad game, but yeah, I, I just prefer the models in Necromunda. I, yeah, the, the thing about Necromunda is, yeah, the model's really good. It's not like a 40k setting, so you don't have to, like, if you're invested in the 40k, like, you don't have to get invested in the 40k fluff. Because, like, I just, like, as far as I'm concerned, 40k died, you know, like, I don't know. Whenever the history sort of started to go crazy, when the new when Eighth Ed came out with Gilliman, so pre Gilliman coming back, any of that just doesn't exist in my brain. Like 40k is just like locked in fucking stasis. Just like the end times doesn't exist in my brain either for fantasy. Like basically, old world is just like that's how it is. Um, like I like I just don't need fluff to fucking advance. Like it doesn't fucking <laughs> doesn't blow my mind if like the story isn't continuing because it's like it's a setting. It's not a fucking it's not a story sort of thing, if you know what I mean. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, w- I would sit down and I'd try and go to play a game, and then people would be like, "Here's my Eldari s- s- Storm Surge or whatever," and I'd just be like, "Fuck, I don't know what you're talking about, bro." And then they'd try and explain their background, and I'd just be like, "I can't fucking do this, man." Like, whereas Necromunda, there's like fucking they can make up whatever new shit they want in Necromunda, um, you know, because it's a uh, it's uh, it, it's just a, it's just a fucking hive, you know. Like you, you like I, I don't know. That I, I guess it sounds like hypocrisy. I guess like I can't. But that new forty k, I just can't get my head around that new forty k background. Just bring back Gilliman and giant like warp thing that goes from all the way from the Ioterra all the way to the Maelstrom, like cutting the galaxy in half. And then like, because I read one page of <laughs> fluff, and it basically said that like every planet in every human world in the galaxy is under siege. Just all oh, of them, God. like over a million, like you know, they're just all under siege all at once. Like every everyone's just everyone's fighting, just everyone for no. I don't know. The background it's so unimaginative the, though. The background, for, like, yeah. The, I don't think it's I don't think it's quite that bad. That, the, but that's what it says there. That's what it said hey, in Sam, the game's workshop Sam, thing. fuck you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the wrong. You're on the wrong podcast to support forty k. <laughs> but that's what it, it literally said that in in the thing I read in a white dwarf. Like it said, yeah, that's what the background was. I'm I, sure it's not like you know. Oh, no, I a like, bazillion demons on like each planet. There's probably like four on that one. And, I guess so. Yeah. It just says that they're all under siege or under. So there's four demons on that planet. <laughs> <laughs> they're on, under siege by four demons. Yeah. Um, hey man, if there's no space marines around, all the guardsmen will die. They're like, oh no, we're so scared. Yeah. Uh, like you just need to go back to Codex Imperialis from the second edition box set and read that background. Yeah. That's the basic. That's the background that I under. That's. That's about as far as I can go in the background. Maybe uh, add Necrons in there as well. And I guess Tau and Dark Elder. <laughs> but, like, other than that... <laughs> when I busted my neck and I spent a bit of time in hospital, I had a bit of time to go through the old White Dwarves and the old books from, like, Second Ed era and Rogue Trader era. And not a lot of imaginative stuff has happened between now and then. And it feels like that when I said before it was kind of lazy... 
it's like they make a, the blanket advancements so they can kind of do what they want, but there's not the same level of creativity that they had originally to get us to this point that we've had that lasted 25 years. Because you're not allowed to have cocaine or give it to your writers anymore. That's why. No, that's true. Hair metal and cocaine is <laughs> probably not handed yeah. out at GWHQ anymore. Well, I mean... I can't imagine like, hey, John French, want a line? <laughs> you can't tell me Johnny is not hitting it hard, though. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be. Do those cards seem kind of party? <laughs> I don't know no, if he wrote this. Yeah, I'm not sure if he wrote this, but like he definitely. Well, if, the best thing about Necromunda is that they, they've got some fucking crazy shit planned, man. Like they, um, like narco gangs and all sorts of shit. So they're not like, like they're going fucking dark, like with the fluff. Like it's not just like, um, uh, like it, it's definitely it's not like kids level shit. It's not like Warhammer. Yeah, what, what's that? You know, War, uh, what's that? Kids. Sh- they're doing like a kids TV show for Warhammer, is uh, what I've heard. Role, role models or something? No, I don't understand any of that shit that I see on the Warhammer community thing. No, no the, the kids kid, one is the, the kids books. Yeah, yeah. The, Dude, I that mean, fucking cartoon thing that comes out every day—is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, no, that's um, that's fucking blink lights on a Land Raider or something. Isn't it? Oh man. I don't well, know. We just I just don't man. I, I never go into warhammercommunity.com like why it's just a, it's going to be a sales thing. The so I'm I'm actually here now, funnily enough, I'm actually looking at the page right now because I went here to get the Sanguinous rules. Uh but you know, oh, I have the role, link here. role models is that what it is. Join the misadventures of Sigmar's most poorly chosen champions. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's like a comedy oh. like a comedy thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um like I like fucking comedy. having a laugh, I, but like I don't know. It's the at the yeah, uh, that's I, I couldn't. That's why I couldn't really get into the fantasy football one, because it's just kind of like oh. all, all tongue in cheek sort of shit. I don't know. I'm even into like, uh, like I grew up watching like British comedy shows. You know, like I get like I, I get sort of the English English comedy. Like I've definitely like I've watched all of that shit. Like, um, but like I don't know. There's just too tongue in cheek. Like that. Um, like especially the fan- yeah Blood Bowl that sort of thing. I, I like like super grim fucking dudes just like stabbing each other with spears <laughs> and shit, you know, like not like <laughs> poking each other in the eyes. That sort of fucking shit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm not explaining it very well. Maybe I just sound like have a total there, douche. Have there ever been other game systems that kind of piqued that interest that you've got? You know, that kind of dark. Uh, uh, I don't know. Grittiness, uh, or is that something you're just specifically looking for in Warhammer? World War Two games, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the ultimate dark grittiness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like like weathered shit. That's why I love fucking thirty k so much, bro. Is like the especially the early studio stuff. Like I, I know so much of the studio stuff now, but I, and just like the the all the weathering and stuff that like yeah. Fully- shouts out to Mark and Phil. The original the original stuff is what got me into it too, and they yeah. kind of carried over from the Battle War as well. Like, yeah, they had yeah. that same aesthetic in the Battle War, and then they took it to mm. the Heresy models. Yeah, and yeah. definitely. Um, Matt Cain as well. You yeah, know, he yeah, was yeah. really pushing the standards of that military model. Yeah. And I, I, I miss that on the new releases as well. I used to love yeah. seeing that shit. It's kind of more realistic painting style. Yeah, and like uh, a scale modeling sort of thing. Because that's like Michael and I were both into that, you know, like, um, like you know, Verlin- we'd get the Verlinden catalog every now oh, and then man. and just be like oh can I I'm gonna come around your house and read the van- you're looking the at like kind of- resin crate engines for T-34s yeah yeah <laughs> exactly like, oh baby look at all the piping on this one dude it, yeah it's, it was like a company that just made 
Forge World style shit, but for Tamiya kits. So it's basically yeah. the Tamiya. Verlinden is basically. Forge World's like the Verlinden of 40k, essentially, right? Like Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's how I always think about it. And um, sort of just the weathering techniques and the way shit looked like. Like, although my 40k. Like, my fantasy armies. 30k was when Michael showed me how to do oils and, like, sponging and fucking, you know, airbrushing and. Uh, all that sort of shit making and, and then I and you know and I, I still like he still paints gems like like sort of like lenses and stuff like the Games Workshop way but I paint them like Verlinden style so it's just a glossy black fucking thing you know like like mm. uh, not, 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 not like I don't play like when you're airbrushing trying to get shadow shading and all that sort of stuff um, I think but, that combination of your future metal and the glossy black like you know shapeless eyes Mm. These are really good look, especially on your Vorax as well. It looks really menacing. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite models because that's just the most fucking grim industrial shit, like possible. Yeah. Like it's just like a robotic frame with fucking minigun, like two miniguns, which is just like, you know, just takes takes you back to Predator or just so many cl- <laughs> classic like Doom. You know, like just fucking the number of hours where I just sat there just like firing a minigun into like Nazis or like firing a minigun, <laughs> firing like in in uh you know uh what the fuck wolfenstein yeah duke, 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 duke. or like firing a minigun into like wolves that are shooting fucking flaming skulls out of their chest and shit um that that's what vorax just like take me back to that basically and then just like they've also got a fucking laser gun which was like designed for just shooting apart fucking just like butchering fucking fleshy beasts and- basically <laughs> and two machetes as well. Yeah, yeah, and then powered blades <laughs> as well. Dual <laughs> yeah. wielding machetes. Yeah, and then the background just like seals the fucking deal where they're literally the whole reason they're made is just for fucking like, like they they made them on Mars to just basically get rid of like well just mutants and shit that would just live outside the hives and just clog up fucking just climb all over Germany. the hives I guess yeah just too, just too many got too many mutants we got a mutant problem make a thing <laughs> make make me a fucking robot that'll cull apes. And then like, <laughs> and then fucking make it, and then make it fucking like profitable, and then some guys just come back with this fucking just ultimate fucking destroyer base. They're like, yeah. So what we did is we took like the soul of like a fucking like the brain, the, the we took like a thin thin sliver of brain from like a I don't even know what the a fuck. Of, yeah, or, a, criminal, or, like, a criminal primate. Yeah, like a or like a praying mantis or something, you know, like, and then like. And then we'd fucking inserted that into a fucking robot, gave it miniguns, powered blades, and like a lightning fucking gun. Or, or or you can swap it out for like a fucking rad cleanser. So just like a thing that just sprays fucking radiation that just melts fucking any biological shit. And we just send that thing out. And it just fucking just cha- just, just massacres shit. And they have like a built-in counter like, go and kill our seven, 700 fucking apes outside the hive and then return to base for maintenance. So it just goes out, just like, gets to the last, like, like, there's five left, but he only needs to get kill two more, just kills two of them, and it's like, okay, it turns around, walks back. <laughs> just, these fucking units you, are just standing you there, take like, holy shit. You take them as often as possible, don't you? Yeah, I have, well, <laughs> since I painted them, yeah, that was definitely, like, two years or more. Because I, re- I realized that I took them, I was going to take, basically, army that I took to um, Adepticon, I was going to take it to Act of Heresy 4 this year. And then I looked, and then I was like, what did I take to Act of Heresy 2? Because I missed Act of Heresy 3 because we're in Depticon. And then I looked back to Act of Heresy 2 and basically it was exactly the same army. Like, I was just like, oh shit, so I've been running, like, Vorax for more than two years because I've been running them before even Act of Heresy 2. And I was almost about to fucking chuck And then I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll mix it up. I still took fucking Thalax, you know, like, they've, they've got to go every year. 
and fucking shoot people apart, um, because they're the best fucking things ever. Uh, even, even, probably the only thing, the only models are, like, more than Vorax is the Thalax, possibly. Like, Thalax are just that, so fucking good. Are they a nightmare to put together? No, no, they're fucking awesome. They're easy. I thought they had little, like, little leg plates and... Yeah, it, man, yeah, if you could take like Vorax... What I will say, though, is if you could take Vorax as troops, then I would never look back. Like, I'm fucking... <laughs> I would never take fucking Thalax. Thal what? Um, if you could take Vorax as troops, like, in a cybernetic army, holy dog shit, now we're talking. <laughs> can you see Can you see him revisiting that any time in the... I don't know. Well, I've heard that Anuj has got a Mechanicum army for the purpose of, um, you know, play testing Mechanicum. So... I don't know, if he wants to chuck fucking Vorax into troops some way, maybe even just some sort of... I think, like, the way that you could mix up Mechanicum is that you would just, like, just add more, um, you know, the, uh, the, uh, Magos, uh, uh, Arcanas, whatever the fuck they're called, uh, Techno Arcanas. Yep, yep. Um, you could definitely add some more to that, uh, and you, and you could expand them out, um... Probably just expand them out to be more like a right of war. So, if you take an Archmagos, whatever you know, um, say uh, a Lacrimata, they you know just give you some extra thrall. Like they already, it already gives you the thrall thing where you can recycle dead thrall units on a five plus. But if you also added in a few changes to the Force Org or something like that, then you could just sort of expand the armies in different ways. So something like uh-huh. a um like Lacrimata are probably they're the they're the fleshsmith men, so you know, they're probably guys who would operate fucking Vorax. Um, but I mean, you know, they've already got thralls and troops, so uh but something like um who's the there's the guys that are like the Magisterium basically, like the um uh, fuck, it's been so long since I've just like Well looked, looked I, I would say as well way. as a highlight for anybody who's doing Mechanicum is um your and Brendan's three part. Was it three part? Oh yeah, um, demystifying the Mechanicum three. Demystifying yeah. the Mechanicum three parts. And that it was, was a great parts, series. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk, like waffled on about Mechanicum like in 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 fine detail. Yeah, it was um, really cool. Uh, I mean, I I needed that because as a person who's only ever played Marines in this game, um, I never knew what I was up against when I was playing against someone i was always yeah. like oh yeah cool what does that do oh it does this and that oh that seems pretty harsh but go for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> at least now i had a bit more of an understanding of what shit was and uh and why too yeah there's there's a lot of stuff in the mechanicum list like that's one of the reasons i'm still i've still only got a very small number of marines painted is because there's just so much stuff for mechanicum uh and the themes are all there and they're not really like you know other than the techno arcana there's not, and there's also there's a bit of fluff for each of these sort of different departments and things, but but they're meant to be like myriad of these things, you know. Like there's the groups that fucking uh, build space spaceships and starships, and 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 there's the groups that operate the starships. There's groups that fucking you know, the explorators. The Titan, like the yeah. Titan Guard as well. Yeah, so Guard, essentially, every Titan Legio has its own Mechanicum, follows it around. Yeah, and exactly. That, yeah. that seems to be a pretty specific loadout as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. There's just fucking endless ones. And then they also talk about, like, if you go in that Mechanicum Red Book, there is, like, a massive tree which just explains, like, all the crazy shit. Like, the Lacrimata. So I've got, like, 2,500 points of, or more of Lacrimata shit, which is just Thrall-themed and the, using the Lacrimata um, 
like the little mini uh, subgroups of Mechanicum guys. Uh, whatever they're yeah. called, the um, ah, fuck, what are they called? Um, the uh, ad sec, uh, auxiliary auxiliary tech priest units. That's it. Um, but yeah, those guys. Um, uh, th there's only like a couple of units, but there's tons, of, and, and I've got 2,500 points already, and there's a, and, and the, there's tons of units that haven't even sort of expanded upon. There's meant to be like bio alchem guys and like cyber hybrid carnivora and all this other shit. I mean, so that all sounds pretty tall. Yeah, so, pretty fucking cool. Um, but yeah, the the thing I was thinking of was the um, the oh fuck, somehow I've lost it. The oh the Malagra. So the Malagra like the. Mechanicum Inquisition, basically. They're just sent out from Mars as they're like the central control, you know, like, what have you been doing? You've been doing fucking techno demon shit? Don't you know that's against the laws of the Mechanicum? So, I mean, maybe, yeah. They're the kinds of guys that would employ fucking Vorax kill teams and that sort of shit, maybe. I don't know. Fuck uh, yeah. There's tons of I'm reading, yeah. I'm reading Wolfbane at the moment. Heresy uh, book, and that's got Call from 40k, how he got started, and that's pretty cool. It's all about how he's you know, pushing the envelope and like, oh, I'm trying all these different things. They're like, uh, you really shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really need you to stop doing this fucking crazy shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a, yeah, that's a that's a fucking cool theme. It's just guys that are yeah, essentially the Inquisition, but for the Mechanicum. You know, make sure people are following the fucking rules. And th that sort of thing is expanded upon a lot in um, Dark Heresy. I don't know if you guys have ever played any Dark Heresy. Um, yeah, I have. Yeah, there's a, there's a no, ton of books like. Yeah, there's a ton of books. Like they're worth reading just for the background. If there's there's one called The Lathe Worlds, um, for Dark Heresy, and that book's fucking shit hot. It's all about the Mechanicum in that set subsector, and how it came to be, and how they just sort of like, basically, they all these different Martian groups set up these bases and shit, and then just this fucking ship just came in, like from directly from Mars, and just went straight into this huge fucking um, asteroid belt. And then just employed some sort of fucking crazy weapon that just stabilized and mapped this asteroid belt. And then they just set up some base and then just put these fucking perimeter things out. Just telling everyone, fucking, if you come any closer, we'll destroy you. Just don't enter <laughs> our asteroid field. And then they just, from there, they just basically spy on, like, everybody in the entire sector. It's fucking sweet. So much good shit, man. Yeah, those books are a great source of background. Like, them and uh, the Dark Crusade and whatever the Space Marine one was as well. There was like three or four of those different fantasy flight series. Mm. Yeah, they were really shit hot. Yeah. If yeah. you if you had the interest, would you want to make something like that for thirty k? Seeing how the Mournival community is sort of banded around creating new units and creating new rights of war and that kind of thing, but like it hasn't RPG, really been extended to the Mechanicum yet. Oh, you mean RPG? Or you mean like just adding extra units oh, and shit to? No. Yeah, I mean, for, so what we were talking about before, kind of oh, increasing yeah. your, um, yeah, increasing maybe. your your options for playability. Would you go community for that? And do you have any interest in creating that? Or yeah, it's maybe not? I'm still catching up with all the other shit that they've already done. You know, like I've still got so much stuff to paint, and I've got fucking tons of armies. I've already got four Mechanicum armies. <laughs> um, and I've still got stuff to paint just to finish different sub themes and shit that I think of, you know, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool this army, but everybody's in transports. Oh, wouldn't it be cool this army, you know, like my thrall army, I can do an awesome centurion army. I can do a set 2,500 point, point. Like I can, I can do a 3,000 point. The, the pinnacle is a 3,000 point army where like most of the thralls are in triaras. And then I've got my vorax and I've also got my like full fucking manipul. 
What was that? Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. I was, I was, I was, well, that was just shining a window. Oh, I thought he was pulling wax strips off his legs that time. <laughs> yeah, waxing his balls. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Um, I told you my wife was coming home. Yeah, my wife's coming home tomorrow. I'm going to wax my nuts. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm a full uh, Vulture X Manipul. Um, and then, you know, a whole, a whole bunch of sort of tanks. Uh, yeah, and, and then I've got my um, those uh, Karaknos tanks as well. So it's like the theme is just like that Triaris hull chassis, basically. And then Fucking just, Vulture X, man. I yeah, hate yeah, those Vulture things. X. They're so good, but I only have them in my Lacrimada Thrall Army. I don't have them for my Sabnetica Army. So, like, I've literally toned them down to the point where I run a full mana pool, so it's, like, whatever is it, 525 points in one big unit. I star them off the table, so I bring them under as reserve, so they so they don't do, so I can't do, like, a first-turn cynical double tap. I don't have any fucking Cyberthurgy in the army as well, so I can't do the so I can't do the, tubble, the double tap, which is make, what makes everyone upset. Um, so I've nerfed them in, like, several different ways. Uh, I don't even have a Cortex controller in that army, basically. So the, so it's significantly nerfed. And even then, people still fucking hate it, man. Like, it's just... They just need to... We've been it. talking about this on the last episode we did and the one before that, actually, with Custodes. <laughs> Do you feel like that that makes your enjoyment of the game less, knowing that you have to kind of govern yourself? Oh, no. Like, I can... I, every now and then, I'll just fucking take them like especially against someone who is just like a cheese dick like fucking um hashtag dean morris where i'll just fuck be, dean. I, I don't think i've actually <laughs> used yeah f- hashtag fuck dean morris i don't think i've actually used them against him um but you, you know like s- someone where it's just like they know i'm just like they know they're gonna destroy me anyway like there's people I just can't fucking win games against because there's people who are really good at the game like i found i found found like from playing lots of games hundreds and hundreds of games i reckon I found I figured this thing out, which is, I'm not really great at actually just like <laughs> playing the mission and shit and being like, oh, I need to fucking stay on this thing and I'm fucking do this. And if I stay here and I think about this and move this, I just get so distracted, just like I can fucking kill those guys. Oh my god, they're just there. <laughs> and then just like do 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 and fuck yeah, I fight my whole army and I killed them, suck a dirk. And then they're like, oh, well, I gained three victory points because I was on this point, this point, and this point this turn. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I've got nothing. I'm still not, I'm fucking nine points down now. Um, so, yeah, most of the games I win are just, like, through sheer luck. Or the other person also has my thing where they just, like, get super distracted by how cool models look and shit. Um, so, yeah, so there's definitely people I know I can't win against, and those people I'll just bring my fucking cheese dick shit out. And that, Have you got anyone's measure in particular that you can punish every time? No, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> I just definitely, I just don't win that many games, man. Like every, every now and then I'll just like it, there's always going to be like a bad matchup for the other person um, like you know if I cause that, that's why I don't really feel bad about taking my full Legio Simonetica army with all my Castellacs and all that shit because I played, mm-hmm. so the last event I played in uh, was down the up at the Warrior Lodge um, at uh, Kalanga, the beautiful Kalanga Tavern um, Kalanga, Kalanga. Fuck. and um, Australia yeah Australia mate um, and uh, the I took my full EJ Cybernetical list and the three, three Domitars. That that that's not like a good illustration of how harsh this list is because they're, you know, not not super great. Um, I d- you know double Thanatars. I had you know pretty fucking harsh list. It was all just fucking yeah, cast- heavy, heavy, all, heavy. Yeah, all Castellacs are better. Um, yeah. And I still lost my first game, and drew my second game. So you know, Ooh. like, and, and that was against like, like the second game was against um. Uh, Brendan, who had a night like a night lo- full infantry night lords list, like no vehicles, no oh. tanks or anything. So, 
I mean, Dreadnought's just fucking rocked me. Like, I just don't play the mission. I just get, like... <laughs> I, I just play my own missions. I just like fucking setting up cool fucking... Like, if, if I can see a unit where, where I'm like, oh, this amount of firepower, I can just destroy that off the fucking... Just eradicate it entirely. I'll just always go for that option, usually, you know? <laughs> Rather than just... It's not, you it's not just always a bad strat, though. I yeah. think following through on stuff is pretty important. Yeah, um, yeah. But if it's like, you could have just moved three inches and got a victory point, I'll just be like, nah, fuck that. What's this? What's this yeah, but you've crafted a much better story and you yeah. walk away from the devil <laughs> having right. a good time. The yeah, guy yeah, who yeah. won maybe can't <laughs> say the same thing. I sat on an objective for seven turns. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, Depends man. on the mission as well. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I've, I'm the fucking dude who turns up to events with like a full... Like, so... That that was my greatest folly of all time. Was I went to this event, uh, one of the infernos, and it was a. Uh, do you remember back when we used to play Maelstrom of War? Mm, like back yep. when Heresy first came out, we were still playing sort of forty k missions and shit because there was a lot of forty k players and stuff. Um, yeah. It was a Maelstrom of War I'm event. So glad that's gone. Yeah, it was a Maelstrom of War event, and I brought eight hundred points in twenty five hundred point army, eight hundred points of fortifications. So I, just, <laughs> so I just parked my army and went, fuck, I'm going to do just devastate. And then just like, oh, I literally hold one objective. So, and then, <laughs> and, and all my shit's just stationary myrmidons with heavy weapons and shit, like just slow moving <laughs> shit. So there's just no way I could win any of the games, but you know, it was fun. Cause I just shot the shit out of a bunch of stuff. And then, oh, basically Angron just like drove right through all my shooting and fucking tore, tore my army apart two separate, two out of the five games. But it was fun, man. Um, That's I was, yeah, I, just, I was uh, thinking about it today. What's what's the weirdest tabletop experience you've had an opponent do something? So, like an example, I don't know, someone cried, or uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, can you think of anything that really has stood out over the years where somebody's not really. done something? No, like, not really. What the fuck? No, I can't really. Um, uh, I could say the. Uh, one of the uh, Thousand Suns players in Perth would be running Magnus by himself. Uh, <laughs> so, I, so I could just shoot him off the board in two turns. That was amusing. What did you do? Well, I shot him off the board in two turns because he didn't attach him to a squad. So he just r- ended up running towards my entire offering gun line, shot him in the face with lights guns. <laughs> and then he cried? Well, it didn't go well for him after that, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, like, physically the player. Not, not as in the game or the strategy, but, like, what... Have you, hey, does anything no, stand out? No, not really. No, I've never seen any like r- weird tomfoolery or anything. I did play against one guy um, in 40k uh, before, like back when I still played 40k years ago, like a uh, um, at one of the army events, one of the um, uh, what are they called? Um, uh, he- uh, not Hero Anzac Cops. Like they had one out yep. at uh, Ipswich, and I did play against a guy who had like an open head wound. Like, just, like, <laughs> like recently fucking just, like, got a huge gash in his head and was ble- bleeding and stuff, like, at the table. And I'm like, are you right? Like, you sure you don't want to, like, fucking go to a doctor or something? Just had this huge fucking gash in his head. And he had, like, like he'd, st- he'd stem the blood, but every now and then it'd just be like, more blood's coming. And he'd be like, fuck. And he'd just stand there with, like, paper towel on his head. He's like, no, 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 let's play, man. It's all good. That's was probably- he trying to qualify for something? <laughs> Did you beat the cripple? No, I didn't. No, he fucking beat me too. Like I didn't fucking win. It was forty k. Of course he man. did with that willpower. There's <laughs> no way yeah. you were gonna win. Uh, I've got a long line of just like taking shit stuff. Like, cause I just get like super tied up in my own narrative, 
And then when I go to an event, it's just like, oh uh, yeah, it turns out, uh, just like, um, yeah. So so before they brought out the you know the uh, the Necron, um, uh, what was it Decurion? Before they brought that out, oh, you yeah. know the previous book, yeah. so the book the fifth ed book, the Matt Ward book, which I actually really yeah, like. Like people shit on Matt Ward, but like that that fifth ed book, the fifth ed Dark Elder book, I really like both those. The fifth ed um, uh, Grey Knights book. Like, I think they're really good. a pile of dog shit? No, I liked it. Well, I, I liked all the war gear and stuff. Like, the all the crate. Like, it just had a plethora of war gear. Whereas then, yeah, when the, in later editions... Were you editions, playing the Grey Knights, or were you playing against the Grey Knights? Oh, no, just reading the book, man. Just looking, uh, <laughs> looking at the equipment. As someone who got beaten by Grey Knights time and time again, because oh, they okay. have grenades that stop you attacking, or okay. made you attack your own units, or... <laughs> oh, the brain like, mines. The, the brain mine? Yeah. Yeah, 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 they're um, awesome. Dude, I'm, I put that brain mine into 30k. Like, I, I, I copied, um, I typed out a whole bunch of war gear from those, like some of the exotic war gear and stuff. Like, the, uh, I actually found it, the, the Almethi Plasma Siphon. There's a bunch of uh, cool war gear from that book that I made into cards for one of our events, for our, uh, uh, one of the events we had, had, had up here. So, I, I don't know if anyone got that brain mine, but yeah, imagine that in 30k. Mm. No, just yeah, well, I just got really frustrated. It's like, yeah, this is my sergeant win. He's one <laughs> chance to kill the Terminator with his power fist. Psych, he's going to beat up your own guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that that um, that Necron b- book, uh, yeah, I was just like, I just, I had my whole like narrative about this dude and then he had like all, just all warriors because like the, the mortals were really rare and like um, just based around the old fluff where it was mostly just warriors. So I had all warriors. I had tons of... um. You know the jet bike things, the tomb blades, back before before Decurion, so before when no one, literally no one, took fucking those things because they were like, uh, I, I don't know, people just never took them, uh, and I had a fucking ton of those. So yeah, I would just go to events and just be like, okay, well, cool army, bro. Here's my fucking like six predators. Okay, so all your warriors are dead. Turn one. Okay, cool. So what else have you got left? Uh that thing. Okay, cool. Well, uh, now I've got um, you know, fucking who's uh. You know the va- the Blood Angels vampire guy, like oh he's in my army too. He's just on foot, just running around. Everything else is in tank. Uh, but um, vampire flying vampire guy, fuck what was his name? Uh, 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 Mephiston. Oh yeah, he's here too. Uh, so that guy's dead. <laughs> oh yeah, cool jet. Like yeah. So I just got my shit pushed in. So that's why gaping head wound guy was able to beat me. It's like <laughs> I just you know I've always just been more and more more interested in in sort of just like imagining so because you spend ages painting these guys i don't know if it's just me but, may, but maybe i just have schizophrenia or something and i'll just be <laughs> just like painting these guys and just imagining like that like their their fucking deeds and shit and like oh what is this guy doing They've, these necrons have just been exterminating humans on far-flung colony worlds and shit like that and then you know, go to an event and then suddenly like eldar just rocking them and you're like oh shit like <laughs> you know I, I don't know i just get more distracted by that shit than actually playing. I think that's what that's one thing that's really carried through with your podcast in particular is like developing that kind of culture where it means more. Like yeah, it just mi- having it fun, more. man, and like just imagining yeah. the craziness of like combat in the far future. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's so crazy. That's why, yeah, like I don't know. Like I, I always imagine it, the 40k universe to be more like the Dan Abnett side of things, where there's just hundreds and hundreds of worlds like imperial worlds where nothing ever happens except fucking just brutal repression by other humans and then you know and then you go on 
further and further out to the frontiers and then suddenly like oh maybe there's some orcs and shit happening there like the the background where like everyone's fighting all the time and it's like i, I don't know the, the dan abnett stuff sort of always the stuff that's drawn me in some more like sort of uh the dune style fucking uh n- n- like the fact that it's not super high tech shit and it's not yeah. all just like, oh, everyone's got a black hole engine and they're all using singularities to fucking propel fucking muons or whatever, you know, like, um, <laughs> the, the, the low technology. But then the fact that the Imperium is just this, like, monolithic thing and, like, because that's what it says in in the second, ed, like, the Codex Imperialis is just, like, it, it, like, it is, the Imperium's dying, but it's going to be, like, thousands and thousands of years before it dies because it's such a huge fucking monolith, such a huge juggernaut. That they may lose a few worlds, but then like they and the, but then they just cook up another crusade, and like humans just breed like rabbits. So then they just like capture another hundred, and then they may lose like fucking another fifty, but then they capture another three hundred worlds. You know, like entire subsector suddenly comes back, and all that sort of yeah. shit. So I, I, it's just I, this huge thing that just where whereas the it's, new background, yeah, the, the new background is more just like you know like Gilliman and Flora, the Gilliman, Abaddon, uh, I know. The Swarm Lord, I guess. Some Necron boys and fucking Eldar guy just doing everything. Like, there's only, like... It, like, there's... Like, it just seems so... And I say this all the time, it just seems so small time. Like, there's only, like... Like, it's such a huge thing. It, it, that, it really... It really it pisses me up. Because you're not meant to be able to travel, like, across the entire galaxy without taking, like, years and years and years. Like, if you read those Eisenhorn books, they'll be like, oh, okay, so we're gonna go to this colony world, and it'll be like, it's a three-month fucking trip, you know, like... Um, and the, 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 these like vast, vast mega distances, and even in warp speed, it takes forever. So I really, I, I like that sort of shit where it's like, you, like uh, I don't know. Then the, the, it just seems like they compress the background right down to sort of just like there's, and I get why they do it because special. I guess like everyone loves a special character, right? That's why everyone loves the Primarchs. But um, yeah. But but there's got like. W- the whole thing with Gilliman, right? Like, what the fuck happened to the High Lords of Terra? Like, there's already dudes running the fucking galaxy, bro. Like, the High Lords of Terra. Heard of them? Like, they're in yeah, charge. So like, I'm pretty sure Gilliman thinks they're a bunch of pieces yeah. of shit, probably. Yeah. Like, and, I should stamp you with my boot. Well, the galaxy... So the Imperium has spent 10,000 years with central control from Terra. But then they just put Gilliman in charge and then he just leaves Terra? Like, how are you meant to run... Like, if he ever fucking showed up on Terra, they just wouldn't let him leave. They'd be like, oh, finally, like, a god-tier fucking strategist. Like, you sit in this fucking desk, bro, and you just tell us what to fucking do. We're basically 24 hours a day. We've got the Mechanicum's going to pump you full of drugs so that you can ne- you never need to sleep. And we're just going to... And you're a Primarch. You've been around. You know all the drill. And we're just going to basically ask you fucking yes or no questions just nonstop, like 10,000 a day. And then you just fucking get us back on track. Like, they wouldn't let him just fucking get some swords and shit and be like, yeah, I spoke to the Emperor. He says I've got to do some stuff. Okay, bye, guys. Like, I, I, <laughs> by, by the way, I'm in charge. Like, there's just, like, Ladies. there's just fucking madness. Yeah, I've got, like, I've got like, tennis at two with a baton. Yeah. <laughs> they would be like, he would be. And the fact that he shows up at Terra with some aliens and shit, like, with, with like, because he shows up with, um, yeah, Cole, they wouldn't be happy like, about that. Well, he shows up with that elder energy man that's, like, not even fucking a full... Not even a full person. There's, like, got all energy fucking coming around him and shit. You know, energy man? I don't even know what the fuck he's called. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy in the, the swirly circle thing. 
Yeah. With the ghost <laughs> Are they going to let that thing set foot no on way. Holy Terror? Are you fucking shitting me? There's like, it's just so crazy. I don't know. It just seems like, it just seems, well, I don't know. Most people don't seem to give a fuck. I, I think, I think the deep down, most of the people who play 40k for the competitive side of things, like the fluff, they're just like, I don't give a fuck, man. I don't have time to read fucking 10 billion books. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. And they just want to play a tournament rule set, which is fine. Age of Sigma, exactly the same thing. No one who fucking values fluff would fucking if you if fluff was that important to you, you wouldn't play that game. You just play some, You just keep playing fantasy, you know, like because the fluff's yeah, so much better. Or, so, or Napoleonics or something. Yeah, yeah, something with like something actual that, some, something that you invest that you've got. Your, like, yeah, all the people I know who don't play Sigma is it's because of the fluff. Like they're just like eh, which is fine. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna harp on about it. I feel like sometimes I do, but I don't mean to. Like, what? Are- <laughs> well, I, I think 40k and Age of Sigmar is too reductive of what it could be, and maybe like Dark Heresy is a bit more than what most people are capable of. But 30k narrative seems to sit right in the sweet spot for most people. Well, the 30k and narrative also- is classic, get- man. Like, it's like it hasn't changed that much, whereas a lot of the other background has changed. Yeah. Um, even the name changes like the name changes yeah. fucked me off like I'm sure oh. there was some licensing <laughs> issues and stuff like Orc yeah, but yeah, yeah. didn't have to fuck with the rest of it it didn't matter yeah it's just I think it's, that was it's a sad fu- yeah. Issues. yeah the dro- what really? was it Drop Zone or something what? yeah the Chapped House Studios when they were trying to like when they were selling like Space Marine fucking like upgrades through um, so with, and they just called them Space Marines so now they've changed the name so they can copyright it, so if they try and sell Adeptus and Start is this, they can be like, sue you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, right. So, I, I so that's the reason for that. Yeah, I understand that. Anymore there. Yeah. Yeah, I get that, but just like, seriously, why not just let people sell extra shit for your stuff, like Val Linden did for It only sells more kit. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and I mean, Forge World's selling tons of shit. Like, not really, because well. I mean, like, Chubb House was selling legs, torsos, arms. Oh, like, well, you they're, all, they're all extension pieces. I think the two big bits I got in trouble were the um, drop, the tiny drop pod thing, and their extension kit to the storm eagle. But which is which is a nice, cool thing actually. I would have liked. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Like, they definitely, they've they've lost that battle. Like, there's no way they're ever going to three D printing and the internet and open source design platforms and you know you see all these fucking idiots on the facebook groups <laughs> that won't let you post a picture of a model that's got a 3d printed like miniature you know like the titanic yeah. where they're all kicking up a storm if you had a miniature six mil i don't know mm-hmm. like fuck, what have i got i've got malkadors online Dude, you imagine- know, oh, where, where did you get that that's not official you can't have that like Im- take imagine- your photo down kind yeah of thing. imagine the kind of brain though where you look at a model and the first thing you think is, oh, have they used any third-party shit? Like, <laughs> fuck, but hell, I, man, I mean, so many also mo- being that guy as well, because look forwards, look forwards a year from now. If you still got that stance, you've got egg on your face. Like, look forwards ten years from now. Nobody who had that stance is ever even going to be remembered in the conversation because everything will be printed. I reckon GW mm. will be selling STLs or whatever they are. You reckon? Like, it's yeah, getting pretty well, good, isn't it? Like fucking, I, it, I literally have been to. I went around to dude's house the other day to buy some shit off him, some Elder stuff. Yeah, 
and um and, and and he opens his garage and he's running all these 3D printers. And I'm like, holy shit. And like Ryan Kibble's Battle Barn, like he's got all these 3D printers. He's got like they've got courses Mass. going on how to uh, how to uh, 3D print shit and stuff like that. Like yeah, it's taken off. And just just in the last six months, like uh, maybe last eight months, maybe maybe I've been saying it for six months and it happened a few months ago, but um, before that, but it, it's it's literally taken off. Let's say last 12 months, like yeah, not even the last 12 months, like that 3D printing shit has just gone fucking skyrocketed. Like it's everywhere and that. Games Workshop can't stop that. I think what maybe their plan is that you can't say Mark 10 conversion kit stuff, so you can't search for that to make it slightly harder. But when has that ever st- stopped people, man? Like, well, it's and and where can you go? Like, you can't put that sign up in the corner, like on the corners of the internet, because there are no corners. Like, they're gonna what find themselves, gonna... I think, in a yeah. like a precipice of not being able to stop people making shit, and especially when they release books that. You know, like our our game, for example, here that we're talking about, there's not models for some of the shit still. And somebody could come up with a cool design for one of those things and then yeah. suddenly you're, you know, you see them everywhere or whatever. Like, they can't stop that. It's, uh, it's coming. Like, Yeah, just like the sheer number of fucking Kickstarters or... Um, there's, there's pa- there's, dude, yeah. there's, there's whole, like, Patreons that you can sign up for and they give you fucking STLs every month, you know, like... Yeah, uh, just crazy terrain shit, you know. Um, yeah, it's gonna be tough. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, and it, it's starting to look really good too. It, do you like think that's the, why uh, Games Workshop's so, sort of doing these models that aren't just like super modular, so that you can't just swap shoulders and? Yeah, everything's gone to the two-part kind of snap fit stuff now, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, well, I guess so. Maybe it's moving that way. I don't know. I just don't know enough. Well, I, I, I just don't know the, enough about it, man. I'd like Shadow Spear and all this stuff. I, I just don't look at those models that much. Like, I used to. I like, I used to get Shadow Spear. Yeah, yeah. Bet you, <laughs> yeah, bet you got three of them, man. I've got, um, but I've, uh, yeah, like I used you to fucking get, shill, Sam. <laughs> get out of here, <laughs> yeah, man. The models are fucking cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I'm sure right. they are. But yeah, and like I used to get White Dwarf, man, and I would sit there every month when it came in, and I'd lie in my bed on my on my top bunk with my brother would be on the bottom bunk and I'd just be like reading White Dwarf just being like oh my god look at fucking this shit look <laughs> at all this fucking shit because they brought out like three models a month you know and they'd just be like holy fuck I just don't do it anymore I just like the Forge World stuff is like I would look at that stuff but the, the 40k I just don't do it anymore like I, I, I've been when they killed the background and they changed the new game and they just basically did like a Sigma on 40k that's when I just stopped that's when I unfollowed all the groups and I just I stopped going to the games. I used to go to the Games Workshop site like quite a lot, but when they changed their website, I just stopped going there because it was just too hard to navigate. Um, <laughs> and then I just sort of dropped off. And I what never- was the last last new model that you lost it over? Do you reckon? No, I didn't. I didn't even lose it over that. It was just. It was literally the website was a pain in the ass. And they they changed it around to the full. Because remember, you used to they used to used to be able to. It just seemed like there was more stuff on there, and they sort of migrated that all to the Warhammer community. I don't even go to the Forge World site that much, really, to be honest. Unless um, as soon as the new releases come, then I click on there. But when they changed the Forge World site and made it harder to navigate as well, I just stopped going to it. To it. I don't know. <laughs> I remember that episode actually, where you guys uh, you went back like the next week, and the website was different or yeah. whatever. And what the hell, Michael? You and Michael were talking about it, like, what the fuck? Like, how do I even, how do I, how do I scroll? Like, nothing even lines up <laughs> well, anymore. I remember, like, I tick, remember that one. <laughs> tick boxes and shit. Yeah, dude, I just fucking, 
I don't know. I just don't have. Maybe I just don't have the patience. Maybe I'm just a fucking crazy person. But yeah, Dude, you're, the, you're fucking Mr. IT. Like if, if somebody can't understand the internet and website, <laughs> like I'm sure, I'm sure it's okay to say that it's not the best design going. Yeah, I, um, well, I don't know. I just got used. Maybe I'm not even sure if it's that. I don't know. It just fuck. I just can't do it, man. I fucking. I but I used to. I don't know what changed. Maybe just like the fact that Heresy was so good and the way that they used to. Uh, and the way Forge World used to deal with 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 people, um, you remember back when when Games Workshop was just really bad at that. Remember that before they had all this social media team and all this other shit. Before uh, yeah. Forge World was like the one shining beacon. So I just stopped. well, yeah, you I could just... actually email and talk to hmm. so like Ed Brown. I talked to him a lot over the years, and he was. Oh, I can't remember what his job was at Forge World, but he was like on the emails or whatever. Oh, right. And I just used to have a few emails back and forth. Mm. And then he added me on Facebook or something and then had a he had his own blog going or whatever. And it was like, you could actually talk to someone there now, whereas... Mm. Now you get Billy the intern? Well, do you think who, <laughs> who you actually talk to if you write on their Facebook page? Like what, what fucking person that is? Oh, there's no... <laughs> yeah, I just try, I just try not to sort of talk to them on social media man to be fair the 40k like facebook dude it's fucking hilarious most of the time (laughs) oh really (laughs) (laughs) i think someone puts puts up a pretty great which which one the one that replies to people in the comments yeah ah because they've kind of hired russian russian trolls now haven't they pretty much some of the comments they do are fucking great they just say fucking just savage shit to people that's pretty cool yeah because people like you know the post is about i don't know fucking space marines like usual and someone's like when's this coming up for this army and he's like i don't know man maybe look at the big picture at the top of this and see if this is relevant (laughs) i um i agree with that and i think that's a good way to deal with it but you know like that happened with our uh our price war as well so (laughs) <laughs> I still, just, still feel a bit salty about that one as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Price <laughs> war. Ask the countermancer. Fuck all. Great price war of 2018, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, think I've, I think I've just figured RIP out... Australia. Yeah, I figured out what it is. So Forge World was just so much better than Games Workshop at sort of the social game that I just stopped going mm. to the old Games Workshop thing and stopped giving a fuck about 40k, basically. And that just dropped off. And then I just got so involved in 30k... That was the only site I used to go to. And then when they changed that, I just stopped going there entirely. So now I just see nothing, like, at all. It's great. I'm not in any 40K groups, only 30K. I only follow 30K stuff on Instagram. And it's fucking great. I don't oh, get fucking I, super uh, Shouts out to the Heresy police. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that thing was pretty <laughs> cool. I saw that post today. Yeah. I like that. I thought it was clever. I saw it pop up when they just had the picture of the cop car up. But that's that's been... Absolutely chapping me for ages, seeing the hard for heresy get polluted. But yeah, it's just yeah. Are all people marketing, just marketing through that. Yeah, like I, like I still post just out of habit because back when we first started our Instagram, like there wasn't really that much sort of thirty k stuff on there. So uh, and forty k was a lot closer, if you know what I mean. So I used to use the forty k Warhammer hashtag Warhammer forty k hashtag Warhammer forty thousand. And out of habit, I'll just start. Ty- I'll just type them into our Instagram now, still, and put 30k stuff on there. So I don't know. In some ways, I'm like, uh, oh well, because when I go on, um, when I I, I look on that hard Paris thing, I always wish like if you started the hashtag, then you can curate it. That'd be fucking awesome. But <laughs> there'd just be no like. Imagine trying to administrate that. It'd be a fucking nightmare. You just end up with total fucking maniacs in charge of these hashtags, just deleting everyone's yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> so I don't get too upset. And you know. It, if it's not really it's not that many at the end of the day like if you go through 
It's maybe like it's not like it'd be like one in thirty or something like that, maybe. Mm, um, yeah, I kind of uh, I got us back a few, but I also fairly polluted it over the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking slammed it by accident. Yeah, well, we got over 60,000 uh, uh, posts on hashtag Heartbearacy, so I'm pretty happy with that. So, I mean, even That's... if it's one for 30, well, maybe we need to get to 65,000 to be legit. Legit 60,000? <laughs> Something like that? Well, it did no, take them a while to catch on, though. I think it's only more recently that mm. it's gotten gotten to be a thing, because definitely initially yeah. it was pretty much all straight heresy. So 60,000 posts, if you think about that, like that's a lot of people playing. That's a lot of people posting heresy shit. Mm. Um, I wonder if there's any way to pull out stats for that and see how many of those people uh, I wonder how many of those people I follow on the on the uh, IHRS group because I try and follow like every 30k player that I see like if I see them because I follow that hashtag and then I'll if they post heresy shit then I'll add them Yeah. and if people post too much 40k shit I just, I just fucking drop them so, like, I, I would have thought I'd have a good handle, but, I mean, I, I've never really just gone through the entire hashtag, combed through it, looking for new people, I guess. So, I'm following... So, I'm only following 1,500 people, so there must be more, because we're being followed by... Oh, five, damn, boy, you guys are up to 4,500. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're being followed That's by 4,500, but how many of those people are just heresy players? Who knows? How many bots as well? Yeah, how many bots? <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, I wonder how many bots are following us. Well, I only paid for fucking 3,000, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get those can... numbers up somehow. They're rookie numbers. Yeah, yeah. Rookie numbers, yeah. Yeah, definitely, um, it comes and goes. Like, every now and then I'll do a post and I'll use, like, a like a hashtag that I haven't used before as well. And then, like, a post will get fucking, like, an inordinate number of fucking likes. Because we usually get... What do we usually get? We get about... Uh, about... Anywhere between 150 to 200 likes usually, but every now and then yeah. I'll post something and it'll get like fucked on. Like I posted, uh, what was those Domitars was nearly 400. I've got one here that's like 800 here. Well, Michael's yeah. um 819. Oh wow! And that was the Planetary Empire tiles, and I don't know, like yeah. the, the, the hashtag. So I used the hashtag Planetary Empires plus hashtag Hex. Hashtag tiles, but everyone, else, every, all the rest of them are just like Forge World Games Workshop, Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Hard Heresy. So I don't mm. know, like that's way, 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 way more likes uh, than usual, like 800. Like that's fucking, you know. The, I think the next highest after that, that's about 650, which is for one of Michael's things. Because like my, yeah. and Michael's like pro painted shit. I'm always like, give me more photos, man. Send me more photos, because people fucking. Love the shit out of that stuff because he paints fucking. Is he getting work. anything done while he's away, no, or is it no, straight no, work? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. He's just like, <laughs> he's just like, oh man, I haven't fucking painted anything. I haven't done any hobby. It's fucking killing me. But he's he's gonna redo his um. He's basically throwing out his uh, Imperial Fist army and yeah. just redoing a whole new one. Well, he's not throwing that, it out. We'll see. That yellow that he's got on the Furion's Warlord is fucking dope. So if he paints it like that. That'll look great. Yeah, I think that's what he said. He's, I think yeah. he said he's, uh, the new Furion's yellow is the way he wants to do it. Because he's got yeah. that um, Fellblade that he n never painted. So we're 152 <laughs> episodes now. That fucking Fellblade. And he's been talking about it. Like, I, bought, I got that for him like for his birthday <laughs> or something like before we started the podcast. That's so like three or four years ago. <laughs> yeah. And he still hasn't done that. And then he's also got a Mastodon, Mastodon as well, which he's like, 
half painted and then just got to that point went, oh no, I figured out a new yellow. I'm going to fucking uh, just leave this master done here half painted now. Just so I know he's going to repaint that apparently. Do like a full To be fucking fair, those things are fucking dog shit, so I don't want to paint one either. <laughs> oh, really? You don't like him in the game? Or? No, I said that in game they're just terrible. So, so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard, like, mixed reviews. Like, when they originally came out, I heard a lot of people just being like, oh, yeah, it's fucking doesn't do anything. But, like, lately, I've heard a bunch of good things about them. Just like, you know, just like, well, it basically does what I want to do, which is just get shit across the table. And then just dump Especially it, for dump uh, world a world leaders enthusiast like yeah. Jack. You know, yeah, too, his, you does know, his work the other day pretty well. I couldn't see yeah, that. Sure. Dreadnought's coming out of it in Tactical Marines. It's actually pretty yeah. scary. Yeah. Someone carries 40 people, you're like, eh, it's cool and all. And they're like, oh, it's 20 people and two contender dreadnoughts. That <laughs> kind of changes things. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some void shields as well, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dump them. Yeah, the guns on it, like, if you're looking for something that's going to shoot shit, you just shoot out of luck. That's not what it does. Like, it just gets shit across the sure. table, basically. And then just, like, you know. You <laughs> Flops around for a while. Yeah, yeah. Get a dreadnought right where you want it, or, you know, 20 fucking berserkers right where you want it, sort of thing. Um, and then, like, it, it's it's little melder guns, like, really close range, but it's, like, pretty fucking devastating. If you just dump that on, like, a, you know, like a Primarch's bodyguard worth of shit, and a whole bunch of Terminators or something, you can just, because it's, like, four small templates, but they're, like, strength 8 AP1. Yeah. So just instant death a fuckload of, like, expensive Terminators or something, and then just be like, oh, yeah, now your Primarch's got to fight 40 Berserkers, or whatever the fuck, you know, <laughs> and, and, and a Dreadnought, or, or something like that, so... I know, I do, you, you hear mixed, mixed reviews. And the thing is, like, you hear so much shit. That's why I, I'm not, like... Like, I like doing army list reviews, but, like, I always feel... And reference the rest of this conversation where I'm talking about how shit I am at the game. Um, <laughs> like, I always just, like... if Once an army, like, gets to a certain point, it's just kind of, like, most of them are the same. You know, you're covering off this, covering yeah. off that, covering off that. Um, Centurion armies I like reviewing a bit more. Um, Do you still get people asking? Yeah, yeah, we get we get them. We just we, we don't always have time. Like we started doing mail right at the end of, and once you're like two hours in, and it's like eleven o'clock at night, and you got to work the next day, and then you open <laughs> up this email, and it's like, oh, can you please review my thing? And it's like six hundred words explanation, oh, and then like a mass, and then a three thousand point list, and then we're just always like, ah, oh, we'll do it next week, and then we just fucking we just get so <laughs> many emails, man, like. It's just really hard to yeah, do. How many so do you get? A roughly. fucking tons. Just, I haven't checked for a lot for about a few days actually. <laughs> That's why we just get tons, man. Yeah. We get so much. Like it's just you can't keep like my like my Facebook chat is just a fucking total abortion. Like, I'll just I'll just <laughs> open up, like I'll be scrolling through looking for something and I'll accidentally open a chat from someone, and then because it's opened, it just drops it down to under all the unopened ones, which there's just fucking endless of them. So it just drops like sixty fucking things down. And I just can't find it. And then my phone just was like, fuck, you're just doing too much scrolling, bro. Fucking give up, give up. And then I just can never find anything. And then when, when if I get on the computer, then then they all open up. And then it says, marks them all as red. And I'm like, well, I just I don't fucking keep track of all this shit. I can't keep track of all these chats. I'm in so many group chats as well, you know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about, Jackie. You fucking just... You oh, just, man. You just Honestly, you just it's... You, oh, you give me anxiety talking about it because I, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't keep up. Like I can't even keep up with. I think in the real world, my social circle is quite small. 
and I talk to like a limited amount of people in a day, which yeah. I'm pretty happy with. Yeah. But everyone can get you all the time on the internet. And yeah. I actually, I, I deliberately don't say hey to you when I see you online sometimes because I think <laughs> like every, every motherfucker is probably doing that. And then <laughs> if everyone's like, oh, Tim's online. Hey, dude, what's happening? Like 50 of them a day or like 100. I don't know. But I'm assuming people understand. Like I say it a few times, and, and I th- I think people understand. It's just so hard. It's just so hard. Like I want to, I could literally just sit there all day and just talk to fucking people all day. And I've done that a few times. You know, like when I've been home from work or something, and I don't have the kid, like or, or something like that, um, or you know, wife's at work, whatever. And I've got and I or, or she's on away or something with work, and and the kid's gone to bed, and mm. or, or whatever. You know, when you just every now and then you just have a whole day, and I have actually done that where I've just sat there literally all day and just chatted with people on just just Facebook chat. Yeah. And there's just still endless people just, like, are still just getting more, more... Like, I just can't keep it clean. I can't keep it... No. It's like <laughs> the an, problem it's is, like too, an, well, an, like when you inbox. reply to someone, they, they reply back straight away as yeah, well. Yeah, so even then, if you go you through go quickly back, and you're yeah. like, oh, hey, man, yeah, really good, cheers, thanks, I'll uh, I'll see you at the event or whatever, they're like, oh, yeah, cool, and here's this and that and Yeah, yeah, uh, can you look at this? Like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't, like... I don't know, I just can't deal with them, man, there's too many, so I, I'm assuming people just understand. <laughs> it's just they have to because everyone's in the same boat. Yeah, I think they've got to be. I don't understand how people aren't like, every, like there's just so like it's so easy to just be like such and such. I'll just send them a message and I hope they yeah. reply immediately. <laughs> That's why I have to delete mine every uh, every three months to six months or whatever. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, see, uh, I've thought about that so many times. No, I didn't actually even have Facebook. I actually got rid of Facebook, and before I got the account that I use now, uh, which is entirely for the podcast, I hadn't had Facebook for more than five years, and I just wow, got, I just got nice. it so that I could keep up to date with shit. But then I got sort of sucked into, pun me, sucked into groups and things and like. I think and my, my biggest thing with it is because all the information is centralized now. You're you're like in a vortex if you're not on there because you mm. just can't. No one has a blog anymore. People don't yeah. make webs- websites for gaming clubs. There's no like mm. bulletin board posts for events. Like you know, yeah. we used to have what was that WA um, forum? Uh, WA uh, West Awards. Oh fuck, man! I don't know. It's been see, it's been ages. It's been probably like five or ten years, maybe since we've been yeah. on there. Oh, like, dude, yeah, like the West got, Australian wargaming message boards or whatever. Yeah, I got strong and, views on some of that shit. Like, I don't like, I don't think running like running a club or anything like that. I don't think that a chat is the way to go with that. Like, I've seen, I've literally seen like clubs in Brisbane that basically because of the just constant like, like if you just ran a club and said, okay, see you every second. Tuesday. Yeah, just turn up. Bring your 30k shit, we'll play. And yeah. cool, I'll send an email out each week and tell everyone what's going on. Perfect. And that's all. Sign me up. Yeah, I mean, sign me up for that I'm shit. Already yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've seen clubs where the entire thing is just a chat where it just ends up with all these people, people who aren't showing up, have like way too much to say, and then just like everyone gets like just the ideas churn too fast and just no one can concentrate on a single thing. And it just all goes to shit. Like, I've seen that happen, like, multiple times. So, 
Yeah, definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's tough because there are there's people who have a lot more time to sort of like. Yeah, well, we were talking about it earlier. There definitely are people who have time and can be online almost. 24 hours a day it seems with mm. you know a fucking meme to reply immediately to something or mm. i don't know yeah it's so tiring and like i end up muting groups and then i end up just bailing out altogether because i try to go back and it's like you know 80 80 posts of memes or something oh, to find yeah. Some yeah. content that's actually worthwhile or, or like a bit of critical information too like oh hey the club is this week yeah, um, yeah. I think that's because yeah. um yeah, I want to do some uh some more Necromunda. I mean, like I, I want to try running my own Necromunda campaign, that sort of thing. Mm. And I'm thinking of just using email to do it rather than the Facebook oh, thing. Because cool. just yeah, like, nice. That way, there's just like one thing. If you sh- if you want to show up, you can. Otherwise, you know, just because I, I don't know. Like may- maybe I'm just super cynical, but I, but you see. Like I'm in a bunch of groups as well, like just like um, club club group uh, groups as well, because I people just add me on to all these all these groups as well, um, and you see the same thing in a lot of them, which is just like tons of people who never show up to a club day, but they're the most vocal people, and you just yeah. kind of like, Ugh, like what, like <laughs> why you just you just spam this group like all day, but then you don't actually go to any groups like or go to any meetups like what's the fucking point like. I don't know. This seems weird. It's just that's probably just like a general internet thing, though. Like I'm guessing. I think it's tra- a sign trail of backing, trail and It'll definitely swing back around from this. The Albany, uh, the Albany Warhammer group's got a just a standard page that you know, we make events for meetings and stuff. Um, and that works pretty well. We did try like a not Facebook related page for a while, and it just didn't work. But, I mean, you know, because yeah. you couldn't really comment on anything. It's like. Yeah, this is on. Like, yep, cool. It's the first Sunday of every month, like we know. And yeah, then yeah. next month, it, the same thing pops up, and that's all the content there is. You're like, oh, well. One of my mates, um, <laughs> he was saying to me. to me the other day that his ward rounds are done through Facebook at the hospital in emergency. Like, they organize the ward rounds and who's on and what time and where they're meeting and all that kind of shit. And it's like, wow. they they use it for work. You know, I went, when I was in uni, they were all using it for uni to find out where the study groups were and organize tutorials and the tutors would contact people through there. And there's yeah. no, there's no alternative. So a few bars, uh, well, I think I know two or three bars in Albany that all their rostering is done through Facebook. They just put like up a new photo every week. Yeah. Right. Okay. I guess it's convenient. What's that, um, what's that strip club down there? <laughs> Do you mean the Albany club? <laughs> yeah, this is Rhino or whatever. We don't have a strip club down here. Yeah, you do. The one with the uh, the indoor golf. What? <laughs> Certainly not. It's, well, it's just a sports bar. Certainly no strippers in there. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm dead sure, mate. I was there on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there were topos in there when I was down there last time. Oh, okay. Not that I've ever seen. Damn. Maybe it was like a <laughs> private gig. It could have been. <laughs> um, it's called right. swing. Yeah, in swing, that's it. Yeah. There's no indoor golf though anymore. Oh, what? Yeah, he just turned it into more big screen TVs and pool tables and that kind. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, because when I went there, it was uh, indoor golf. So it was a pretty, pretty exciting dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah people are getting uh, boozed up <laughs> and indoor golf, yeah. Oh, wait, what's sort the of indoor golf? Like, full on, like, like the video yeah. one where you hit it really into nets and shit? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Jesus. Because yeah. they had a, um, there was a bar here uh, that was like an old church thing, and then it changed to a few different things. And then one of the incarnations was like, it became a pot pot bar. So it was just pot pot shit everywhere. Like, in, like, but, like, so you just, well, everyone's walking around fucking wasted, like, there's just golf, going, <laughs> mini golf going on. It's just fucking complete fucking insanity. Yeah, we got them in Perth. Um, they came out maybe last year. It's called Holy Moly or something. Mm. Yeah. It's weird that that sort of died off for a while. Like, there was one of the biggest shopping centers in Brisbane here, Carindale Shopping Center. It used to have this, like, like the, the, it was, there was this really big open food court area and, like, a multi-level sort of drop area, like, you know, where you can see down to the floors below and shit. And there was a big area which has this massive uh, mini-golf uh, thing, and it had all of these, like... Uh, it was like all like um, like rainforest themed and had all these like fake animals and had this huge like wing of like pelicans that like stuffed taxidermy pelicans like flying out of it just over the food court. It was like fucking super big. Like every time you went there, it was full of fucking people. And then just like I don't know, mini golf just died off for ages. But then it just came back for a while, like a few years ago. Like yeah, right. <laughs> but like all I love mini golf, like, but it has to be a good fucking like course, otherwise it's so shit. <laughs> It's too boring. It's not engaging enough. Yeah. Yeah, you do like a bad course and you're like, sick, I'm just knocking a ball around like some badly placed rock. (laughs) (laughs) Not challenging enough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um but yeah, that's just needs more more topos, Sam. Exactly. (laughs) You get the topos in every everything is entertaining with topos. If you can if you can get this ball between her legs, then you can get it. can get all in one. All right, so we've kind of derailed, but it's great. What, what the fuck um, were we even talking about? Did we even have what? What did we start? To, well, I I can't even remember what we were talking about before the. Uh, well, we just we do game. like the the Joe Rogan style. Right now, I'll just say welcome to Echoes from the Wasteland, episode five. <laughs> Today we've got a hybrid episode crosscast with Tim from Eye of Horus. Hey everybody. Hey and Sam. Oh hey guys. He can be heard waxing his balls later in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. And today we've got an absolute exclusive for you. Uh, fresh out of our copy of Book 8, we've got the Sanguinius rules. <laughs> yeah, man. I couldn't. When I saw that you had Book 8, I was just like, holy shit, that's so fucking crazy. And then so I obviously I hit you up, got you on the air, and then I was like, well, prove that you've got Book 8. And then you told me these fucking Sanguinius rules. So it's pretty it's fucking true. crazy. Yeah, exclusive. Exclusive. Uh, there were there were a lot of people that messaged me. Even Bam, even Bam messaged me like a week, <laughs> a week and a half later, being like, "Oh man, I'm so jealous that you've got book eight. And I was like, "Nah, dog, <laughs> not actually." He's like, "What does the white scars apothecary look like?" I'm like man, I definitely I do not have it. Oh, that's funny shit. It was a I don't have any. I don't have any of the books. I've got none of the black books. You all soon, on my roof, soon we'll have yeah. book eight, hopefully. I'm assuming like England doesn't die in Brexit next week. Yeah, yeah. No, I reckon it's gonna. Well, they said mid March, right? Here's my theory. They said mid March, and it's the thirteenth today, and Friday is the sixteenth. That's e- that's even past mid March, right? Well, yeah. Didn't, they, so didn't they have a thing today that they voted it down, and they need to vote it down again in a few days, and then it's done? Oh no, I'm For talking Brexit, about I'm yeah. talking about book eight. Yeah. Ah, oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. well, same, same deal as Brexit, actually. They'll just vote down Book 8. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, holy shit, I didn't hear they bo- they voted down Malevolence. What? <laughs> We're not getting it? Who voted it down? The fucking... 
Jeremy, too much Jeremy Nile, too Corbin. Too much Nile parchment. Yeah, yeah Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> Turns out the Chinese princes have got sick of Portugal stopping all the like recasters. So they're like, you, you keep us letters doing this, or we'll keep your books here. <laughs> You're pounding your books until you let um, Zan Choi, or whatever the fuck they were, they were called, back on. Yeah, like those fantasy guys burning their like Warhammer armies. The Chinese people are just burning like four drill books one at a time. <laughs> burning malevolence. Keep my fucking <laughs> keep my family warm out here in the yeah. re- in the resin winter. Yeah, yeah, crazy. This hundred eighty dollar book like warms me for about thirty seconds. I wonder how many I've got. Yeah, yeah, no, crazy man, crazy times, crazy times for the UK. Malevolence. Hey, wait, so, you, it, so you actually think real malevolence will be out in a couple of days, potentially? Well, they said at the weekend up mid-March, and all I'm saying is Friday is the 16th of March. Hmm. So, I don't and know. That's about as mid as it ever gets. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I'm seeing a lot of angry people write some Facebook pages, like, I'm going to ask for a refund if it's not out soon. Right, man? It'll either come out soon or it won't, but... Look, when you charge people to go to a product launch day... And then the product is not there. It's like if you'd said to me, you know, we've got the new BMW 7 Series. Did you want to come and look for 75 pounds and and get first dibs at buying one? I'd be like, yeah, sure, if that was up my alley. But then I turn up there and there's no BMW 7 Series. And they've got like a... <laughs> but you can still give them the $100,000 and you might yeah, get like one soon. A one Series hatchback and, yeah, you can put your cash down and just see what happens. I, I don't... I don't know. There's like... For sure, there's outrage culture, but at the same time, but what, hey, wasn't that Tesla's? That was Tesla's business model, there, right? It was like, oh, take everyone's wanna, money. Well, you want a Tesla? You want a Tesla? Just give us one hundred and twenty thousand dollars now, and then we'll you'll get here on, on the list. Because that, that's definitely like you you couldn't just walk in and buy a Tesla. Like you had to, you were on a waiting list and shit for them. That's how you got the flamethrowers as well. Yeah. Oh no, I think the flamethrowers they they made like a certain number. And then but they didn't have them first. I think they... Oh, okay. Is that the case? You, you paid your money and then they made the flamethrower yeah. when you had enough money. Yeah. It was like the hats or something, right? Like if everybody yeah, bought hats. enough hats, yeah. then he would make <laughs> flamethrowers, which people could then buy. <laughs> it sounds like a crazy GoFundMe. Yeah. If you reach enough like targets, then you might get a model. Or you can get. <laughs> yeah. You're a big Musk fan, are you, Jackie? Uh, I just, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I never know how much he could be involved with everything. Because, you know, there's a, like most most scientific research is done by interns. Like, most discoveries are done by graduates and that sort of thing, not actual famous scientists. But he, I don't know, he's just got a cool outlook. Like, fuck yeah, do it. Like, dig a hole, you know, drill drill through the planet. Like, make a, make a flamethrower, make a car that's faster than fuck and, like, makes fart, <laughs> fart noises when it changes gears and stuff like that. He's just a maniac. Build a crazy submarine to rescue children out of a cave. Yeah. That doesn't do the turns right. And remember remember, yeah, like remember when that them. happened? Man, I was so bummed that Joe Rogan didn't ask him about that, the whole fucking cave thing. Remember when he was like, oh, yeah, we were fucking building a submarine to get, rescue those children, and then some diver guy's just like, you got no fucking idea, mate. Like, you've got no fucking idea. It's just not going to fucking work. And then Musk is like, well, you're a pedo, so fucking suck my dick. <laughs> and then he had to re- retract, like, uh, yeah, when I called him a pedo, I uh, didn't mean to call him a pedo. I'm sorry. That like, was not one of his better moments. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, fucking do what you want, man. Do what you want if you're a crazy rich people. And that's what America was built on, crazy rich people just doing crazy yeah. shit um 
but yeah, like that, that's interesting. Like when was the weekend or cause I'm just looking at a calendar now that was like, that was it the, early February. Yeah. First sorry, weekend third, of Feb? third and fourth yeah. of Feb. Sorry. Second and third of Feb. Yeah. It's like one. Yeah. It rings well. Cause I was on my birthday and that was the third and I was like, Ooh, shiny thing. So it's like one, two, three, four. Maybe what? Six weeks. Five, yeah. Like almost six weeks. This weekend, the si- oh sorry, sorry. Friday is actually the fifteenth of March, uh, not the sixteenth of March. I was well, that's just like, spot on then, I, I got that fucking date entirely wrong. I was looking at Saturday. I always assume that Sunday is the first column in calendars, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so fifteenth is Friday, uh, and that's when they release new shit. Um, but so the sixteenth and seventeenth will be six weeks. Yeah. So if they don't drop it this Friday, that'll be six weeks since since people at the event were able to pre-order it. And it hasn't been yeah. up for general pre-order yet. Well, I mean, I know I've said this a few times, but me and Mike Basque waited six months for our copies of book six, seven, six, yeah. one of them. So, but luckily Mike was like pro complainer and we ended up getting like bulk free stuff. Oh, okay. That's cool. But yeah, six months waiting for a book you paid for. It was a bit dark. You know? <laughs> mm. I, yeah, didn't well, I, I didn't well, need any of the rules, but... Mike did, and he was getting quite upset. <laughs> hey, Tim, did you know, I can't remember if I imagined it or not, but did people buy the big drill thing, the ordinator's drill no, at the event? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure not. I don't think we've even seen rules for it, right? They didn't, yeah, I don't think we've seen rules or anything for it. Well, I thought in the catalog, you know, when we were talking about the Garrow thing the other day and I was going through it on mm. his Facebook page. I thought some of the information that he put up and a picture of the catalog it had that drill thing for sale, but I haven't seen oh. any rules for it either. Yeah, if that's the case, that's crazy. I mean, like, so the Sanguinous rules have only just come out now, so that's what we're talking, five weeks, maybe. Or less than yeah. five weeks. Oh, when, when did it come out? Two days ago? So that was the 11th or something? So just over five weeks ago? Uh, so five, or just over five weeks after the weekend, uh, they dropped the Sanguinous. So nobody can buy Sanguinous yet, though, right? So maybe tomorrow yeah. for that. Yeah. Not Friday for release, no. <clears throat> you think they'll drop the book and Sanguinous at the same time? That's the way to do it, right? Ooh. So people go, "Ooh, I'll buy it. Might as well just buy, get them both." A book and a Sanger. Yeah, they've done that before. Special. I'm sure. I'm sure they've done the book and a big ticket item before together. Because it makes Didn't sense. They do, do it with Magnus or Russ and Book Seven. Yeah, probably. Like a little dealie. Yeah, it's one of them. So, yeah, I don't think it was Russ because they only had um, the preview pictures of Russ at last weekend. I think with Magnus because I'm pretty sure I remember drilling pretty hard when he came out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no drill. Just the last stuff really that was for sale on the site was the uh, not is the Night Lord stuff and the Space Wolves stuff. You know. Hmm. Yeah, and all the the Blood Angel stuff came out quite early. So. Yeah. So it's been a while since they've dropped anything. Like they've dropped some sort of uh, some Titanicus, like complete gaming board that sort of thing. But yeah, so everyone was really psyched after the weekender, fucking people getting pumped. Like fuck yeah, give us our shit. But then there's just been this huge lull since yeah. then for like like yeah. we're saying like five weeks or so, or maybe not even like because I think like a week after then they dropped the Errata. So then yeah. there was like yeah yeah fucking everyone was like super fucking happy with the Errata as well. And then there was like, you know, I've played an event since then and run the new Domitars and they're really cool. 
but then there's just been this lull and like I've been really busy the last few weeks so I haven't really like been paying super attention um, well we we commented yeah. on the lull on the last episode actually we're yeah. talking about how it had this like really good energy leading up to the weekender yeah and you know that there was an opportunity to springboard off that and yeah either they could have just opened up the gates on all of the information because it doesn't need to be a secret they've got a captive audience it's not like anybody's mm. going to head them off at the past and release you know a new electric car version of whatever yeah. fucking thing they're doing like it's a it's pretty much a cornered market mm. um so yeah the point where they couldn't couldn't deliver on the product launch which you'd paid for they probably could have gone oh well look here's the keys to the kingdom this is what we're making yeah here's the actual timeline in the next six months expect this to come out on this day this to come out on this day yeah you know there's surely there's some shit they can forecast yeah that's it i mean some things might not be on time but surely even one of the things we get could have been out by now (laughs) yeah i don't know like maybe they're just I don't know if they if they underestimate how important the books are, or it just seems very strange. Because like if I was like my analysis is that the books really fucking keep everything going, and the longer between books, the more people are just kind of like, oh yeah, I've consumed all that content, bloody mm. bloody blah, blah, blah. You know, like when the when it was really pumping, like the height, like the height. Like was was before they dropped book seven. Like I think up when they dropped dropped book seven, that was when they were, they were sort of started the decline. Um, yeah, and that was sort of around the time that Alan Bly passed away as well, obviously, and that sort of like affected them. But <laughs> that's sort of like that book seven was sort of the beginning of the fucking of the 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 like the great lull, the great love lull of fucking twenty sixteen to twenty nineteen. <laughs> you know, or, or at, le- <laughs> at least it's at least twelve months of sort of lull. And then when they dropped that, yeah, when that book seven came out, and everyone just shit the bed, and it was just like super terrible, like just wasn't balanced at all. Just made a lot of stuff made no sense. It was just constant fucking bickering about this and that. That was sort of mm. really like, um, and and then so we and we've been waiting fucking like it's been almost two years, right, since then, uh, between book seven and then this book. So I don't know. The longer it drags out, it's just it's just bad for the community, I guess. Like it's just. Um, People want more discussion and stuff. People want more uh, sort of like want more like crazy fucking combos and new units and fucking ideas and shit and more background to fucking eat up. And, and who's? I mean, I know I know things got more expensive, but who's not buying shit? I mean, it, when stuff comes out, it sells, right? Like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're still actively selling out of stuff. Um, I don't see where the problem is in actually releasing it and feeding that consumption culture a little bit as well that's something that games workshop main and you know kind Mm. of i guess old forge world used to do really well was give you something to look forward to every week where Mm. you know you kind of did roll the dice a little bit and maybe you wouldn't see a mechanicum unit for a couple of weeks or maybe you wouldn't see the thing you were looking for to come up Mm. but pretty often there there was something that most people could interact with oh yeah dude at the height of them chugging shit out before book seven like there was new shit every week plus not only was like you know that shit that shit was coming out there was there was also like interspersed with all the stuff that you knew that was coming out that you'd seen whips and stuff from there mm. would just be suddenly like oh fuck look at this this is the trap uh, fucking serastus knight atropos like that literally came yeah. out of fucking nowhere with no no whips nothing was seen 
boom it's on the website here's a background pdf check it the fuck out motherfuckers the full the you know final rules will be in the next book and it was like a couple of months before that even came out so like i fucking bought that straight away like that was just out of nowhere shit that was just like one of the greatest fucking models of all time just just like out of fucking nowhere and you're like holy fuck and then as well as that every week there's new stuff you can go back and like it's all fucking if you go back and listen to episodes of iHorse podcast you can hear our weekly episodes i mean we the the only reason we you can almost fucking trace the us going from fucking weekly to not semi-weekly when they stopped dropping shit every week yeah yeah when their release schedule slowed down like even we got like stopped going fucking weekly all the time like it's a good starting point i think especially you know when you've got a podcast to talk about it's a good Mm. starting point when you've got that conversation going between you about yeah oh yeah cool we can just start recording now and it'll go Mm, wherever Yeah, but um, yeah, and that, I mean that was why the release, new releases, was at the full month, forefront of your show, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Get that out of the way and get the juices flowing, and then yeah, talking about the new stuff. That's what people want to see, man. That's why bo- un- unboxing videos are fucking super popular. We're just basically doing like an unboxing, but we're not actually videoing it. You're just <laughs> listening to us fucking dissect the rules and talk about the model and the ups and downs and this and that, painting ideas and all that sort of shit. It's like a, I mean, that's basically what we were doing, like. Like, I mean, and the problem is, like, two years ago, we were seeing it for World. Now it's, like, almost swapped because now, yeah. like, GW Legit is doing all that. You're seeing leaks. Yeah. You're seeing, you know, this big thing's coming up. They're giving you lots of warning. Mm. This is coming. This is coming. Save your pennies. Mm-hmm. And Forge World's like, yeah, cool. We might bring this out at some point. So, mm. Yeah. It definitely, like, back at the height of fucking, like, peak, her- peak fucking heresy hysteria, um, Forge World was were the only dudes like fucking engaging and you could hear and you could, if you go back and listen you can hear us talk about how like it's basically like the spirit of the 1990s is alive in forge world you know like yeah before they had the fucking before they start like our podcast starts before forge world actually before games workshop has a social media team and start you know with rob and all those, and all those guys and like doing all the painting stuff yeah and you can mm-hmm. hear us talking about forge world and they were the only guys actually doing any of that stuff. And now, yeah, you're right. Like, Sam, that's exactly right. Like, it's like it's almost like it's swapped and Forge World's become the, like, secret of Apple. <laughs> and then, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> fucking uh, Games Workshop Prime is just like, yeah, look at all this shit. Look at all our shit. We've got fucking ten people just, like, on cam, like, having sitting around opening Christmas presents and all this other shit, you know? Like, yeah. fucking, they just fucking stud spamming the fucking thing. And I mean, and, and they must make a bit of money as well off their fucking, t- their stream. That's probably how they... You'd expect so. I mean, the, people, I yeah. think the Twitch live thing is free, right? But you can subscribe and watch it later. I don't know. Do you have to pay for I don't know how Twitch works. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, I think because uh, I got one free with Amazon and I used it on theirs to see the Titanica shit when it came out. I think they get money from that. From Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, you can watch it live. Yeah, you can watch it live for free because I've stayed yeah. up till... Because you got to stay up till 2 a.m., and that's when it starts. So I've watched a few when Andy Hall's been on, and, uh, uh, you know, those guys are on, like, b- people who, are, who, I, uh, who I know are on, and they're, they're pretty cool. Like, when a news... Oh, speaking, when a news speaking of that, I think they have, uh, every Thursday is now Heresy on that thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. So it'll be... Yeah, it's cool. So it's our Friday at 2 a.m.? Our Friday morning, yeah. Oh, no, no, it'd be the same day, but at 2 a.m. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, fucking yeah. I just can't do that shit. Like that's crazy. I have done it a few times though. Um, 
but, oh, yeah, but, the big thing. but that's that's what like forge world used to be the guys that were good at doing that and it's sort of like and, and then now games workshop sort of like the main like games workshop prime or, I, I guess or like although they they share the same social media crew and stuff i guess but i'd fucking it'd be great if they just had someone from forge world who just had like a fucking cam on their head 24 <laughs> 7 just cruising around the studios like see some like giant pallet full of like books yeah, just put you a camera, see that. camera on Anusha's <laughs> head and he, he just walks around talking to people and see what he does, see what he's talking about. Which which pick of uh, staff member would you go for? Like, who, oh, who would know. you want to wear the helmet cam? Oh, I don't know. The GoPro. Maybe just somebody has to be wearing it at all times. Um, like but I guess... Passing the torch from yeah, one like, oh, you're knocking <laughs> off today, man? Oh, here you go. You just stick this in your head now. Wait, you're <laughs> saying that they don't work in shifts? I'd have thought they'd just have like three eight-hour shifts going, you know. Man, stuff is taking so long. I'm pretty sure that's not the case. They're probably doing yeah, one one hour yeah. shift yeah. and then go home. <laughs> yeah, a couple hours shift. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just just it it has just sort of changed. But I mean, like there are reasons for that. We've gone through it. We've talked about that all, all of that stuff before. You know, losing a yeah. key member and all that sort of thing. And as well as that, like um, just uh, for uh, specialist games getting its feet up. You know, like all that is part of Forge World. So the guys. You know, all the, the a lot of the resources and stuff have to be shared between smashing up black books and heresy shit, and also doing Necromunda and these other games. So, like, I understand if that. Titanic, if Titanicus, Necromunda, and Blood Bowl, Blood Bowl were the new energy, oh, would, Lord of the Rings. would you be happy with that? Or like, if yeah, that's like Necromunda, I love Necromunda, man. Necromunda and Thirty K, like my two favorite games. They're pretty much the only. Oh, and Eighth Ed Fantasy, um, the only games I play, pretty much. Yeah, I'm. I'm Titanicus, a, like a pretty I'm, big fan of the Lord of the Rings stuff and some of the yeah. stuff they've written. That's been pretty amazing. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yep, yep. Tons of good stuff there. Um, I'll say that, like the Lord of the Rings. Um, although I've almost never seen anyone playing Lord of the Rings at like a games workshop, nobody I know fucking plays them. Uh, at least in in Brisbane, I do know Michael John. Um, down Sydney plays them, and he's got like a fucking shit hot looking army. Um, of course he does. I saw photos from, uh, from his event, and like, yeah, like that ship's fucking looked really good. Like, so should be called Michael Jordan, man. He's yeah. a bit of an MVP. <laughs> yeah, I've got four Lord of the Rings armies on my desk at the moment, actually. Oh, boom! Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, are they are they smaller? Is it twenty mil? Nah, it's true, true scale. It's, right? it's true scale. Yeah, they're they're certainly a better scale. They're not like giant Gumby hands and stuff. They're just not heroic. Did they scale creep with the newer stuff? Have you got any of that yet? Um, I don't think so. Not from what I've seen, the new hero characters and stuff. Yeah, there was there was at the start. Like I think the like the very original like Urukai and stuff have struggled a bit, but I think they just put that in the rules. Like these orcs are just they're the bad orc, so they're slightly bigger. Is that um? Have they got a model for that Goblin King? The big fat thing, you know, it came yeah. in the starter set. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. It was a Goblin Town starter set, so it came with that and like thirty goblins and the like the guy, the, like the number counter kind of thing on his set of scales. Yeah, Gorilla Gobbler, yeah. Go- Gorilla Gobber. Yeah, he's in plastic. Yeah, there's tons of good nice. shit. Like, I would definitely, if I if I was playing that, I'd do like a. I wouldn't be mad if I had to do like an, uh, a dwarf army for that for that uh, War of the Rings or whatever. So it's dwar- yeah, like, I've got, I really like I've got a lot dwarves. of the, like, what's his name? Uh, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly's guy. And all yeah. that kind of thing. 
<laughs> there's a goat chariot too right like the yeah man that chariot is nuts <laughs> the base is like almost a night base i think yeah i'm just looking them on the on the the uh what is it the forge world site what are they called Hall- uh they're the iron hills Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, fourteen products. Ooh, yeah. yeah see, these guys are sweet. The, <clears throat> the Iron Hill, uh, Iron Hills Chariot, where it's like fucking like six huge like fucking <laughs> ibex style things, like pulling like a two story fucking chariot has like a bolt thrower, <laughs> like fucking yeah, three, two, two other dudes and a spear boy at the back. It's two hundred and thirty bucks there. It's not cheap. Yeah, two hundred and thirty dollars for a chariot. Uh, the Iron Hills goat riders are pretty sweet as well. Just like big fucking mega goats. Dwarfs riding mega goats. I always wanted dwarfs riding mega goats um, ever since that was a thing. In, in fantasy. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, in fantasy, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a uh, thing in, um, oh, what's that game? Uh, World of Warcraft, which is one of the few <laughs> things that I've ever seen in World of Warcraft and wished that was in Heresy because it was like one of the more toned down things because it just looked like a big goat. It wasn't like a magic flaming goat or anything. Um <laughs> But yeah, these dwarves are pretty cool, man. The Iron Hills, just the basic Iron Hills dwarves. It's rad when they do that, like, crazy Testudo thing in the movie. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the- so, I mean, I've, so I've got, I think I've got Dane, Ironfoot. I've got, I think, a dozen or maybe two dozen of the Spearmen, uh, two of the Command Units, and six uh, Goat Riders. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, decent little force. Well, it's not really even that small, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> Just fucking stuffed out dwarf boys, just going like, oh yeah, charge us with your fucking cavalry. We've got like insane yeah. spear wall. Like, what are you gonna do? We'll just ram ram your fucking horses with goats. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like the new. Well, it's not new, but like how they're like pushing Rowan again, Rohan, whatever you call it. Mm. Like the new the new Theoden that came out in the plastic set is incredible. So he looks really cool with his like royal guard and stuff. New Theoden, you say? Which guy is yeah. that guy? Is that the Billy Connolly guy? No, Theoden was the, um, you know, the horse lord, the king that probably well, gets horse eaten king at the guy. end. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. If you go to the Middle Earth tab, he's uh, the, I don't know, like the third banner picture, like right in the middle, kind of. I was looking at the, um, the elf helm guy. Yeah, he looks pretty cool. Dude, he's got the most busted head. Yeah, his head is a bit gumby. Is it true that Amazon.com is doing a TV show set, Lord of the Rings TV show, but it's set in the yes. next age or previous age? It's a previous age. Oh, the previous same age. second age. So when Sauron's like hacking dude, smashing dudes with a mace and he gets his hand cut off? Yeah, that big battle was the end of the second age. Oh, so, okay, that's cool. I'm not mad at that. Oh, and that's going to be on Prime. Yeah. Oh, cool. Supposedly, they've, it's got like a $250 million budget for this series. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, yeah. t- um, movies are fucked. Like, TV's, TV's coming yeah. hot. Yeah, I'd much rather binge an eight-hour session of a good TV show than go and watch like two hours of the next Avengers. Yeah, dude, I've been saying that for ages. Like, I reckon, like 3D is just never going to be a thing. No one wants 3D. Oh, God, no, I hope not. No one wants to wear your fucking stupid glasses fuck off with 3D, but... Causes autism. I reckon the next thing, like, I've, I've been saying this for ages and it hasn't come true. Maybe it won't come true. Maybe streaming is what where it will come true. But I've been saying, like, the only way they can go is just super length movies where you just go into the cinema all day and it's like an eight hour long movie and you just camp in there like a fucking fat person, you know, like a, like a, like the 300 pound man that can't get out of bed. 
and he's just like <laughs> sitting one like because that's what they've done the cinemas near us like they basically went uh fucking every session was only half full anyway tore out like 150 chairs and just put in like 50 fucking recliners and then that's like, pretty cool yeah like the full like lazy boys and everyone just sits on these fucking recliners it's fucking yeah that's the best way to shout out to reading cinemas belmont we've got the same thing as well it's uh yeah big fat lazy boy electronic recliners so good yeah shout out to stafford cinemas here at stafford i think it's stafford hoyts maybe yeah i'll just go shout out to gold class in melbourne that's the best one i've been to <laughs> <Gold Class>. <laughs> <laughs> is it like 50 dollars a ticket yeah something like that yeah it's really it's like Man. it's like Twelve dollars or some shit for an adult at this Stafford Cinema, and you sit in a lazy boy and shit. Yeah, so but I still remember this day we were, when I went and saw Gladiator, twelve, and there was some dude like hoeing to like, you know, filet mignon, just like, yeah, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe would have cost him like two hundred dollars, but yeah, hey, yeah. But Gladiator was cool, right? Hoeing <laughs> a sixty dollar steak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just—I had a flashback. Then shouts out to the Skyworld Entertainment Center in Auckland. This is like that's the best cinemas I've ever been to. <laughs> I, think, I think that's it. It was like amazing royalty, but a long time ago. Yeah, it's probably some not very nice place. Do you remember the movie marathons? Did you get those, Tim, as well? Oh yeah, where people would bring pillows in and shit, and like yeah, yeah the like, the all nighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to turn into a teen orgy around two a.m. Yeah, <laughs> when all the normal people have gone to bed. I'm not sure I ever went. Uh, Surely you went. I bet you Michael went. <laughs> yeah, we would have gone together. That's the thing. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, he probably didn't. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. I know that no, I'm sure I must have because I remember, and like kids, all the kids would be wearing like pajamas and shit, and like have pillows and stuff. But maybe I'm thinking of a different sort of thing. I I think there were different ages of ones too, because the ones that I went to, it was just pretty much everyone fucking. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's not, yeah, that's not, that's not happening in Queensland, bro. With all the Christians up here. Um, Yeah, right. uh, No, it would have been like you know, like kids movie ones where you. And then your parents come and pick you up afterwards at like fucking two a.m. or some shit. You know? Yeah. Uh, twelve twelve a.m. Yeah, I'm, I must have gone to some of those. But I do remember those. Yeah, dude, I still remember. Like, um, I'm old enough to remember being in the cinema and you'd look up and all the cigarette smoke would just be like you could see the movie beam like sh- shining out through all the cigarette smoke because everyone could still smoke inside. Nice. Back when I was like uh, going to movies. People still smoking on planes and shit. Oh, maybe not planes. Oh, maybe maybe planes. How old are you, man? Uh, Too old. Yeah, like 38, I think. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not th- that old. Yeah, 38. Um, but yeah, yeah, but people are still... Well, maybe it was just over here, man. Like people It was Queensland, I reckon. Everywhere. You guys are a bit regressive in some way, right? All about Jesus and tobacco over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk. Before we are. Jesus. <laughs> True, wasteland power. I'm still looking at this picture of this fucking uh, Iron Hills chariot. So good. <laughs> God damn I'm looking it. at the, the troll, troll brute in the Azog's Legion. Yeah. yeah. He's got like the fucking th- like picks through his eyes so the guy can like ride him like yeah, a and war base. <laughs> mace legs. He's got mace feet. <laughs> oh, that thing. Yeah, that's terrible. Don't look at that. Chain hands. Yeah. Chain hands, like two peg legs. How's it balanced? Yeah. Look how fat it is. Giant, giant baby. Body like wearing, fucking junior DeSantis. Wearing a diaper. Yeah. Oh, hey. How good is JDS though? Amazing. Yeah. yeah, he just destroyed someone on the weekend. I shouldn't talk shit. 
But like, yeah. remember back when he was just like a huge man baby size? Back before they um, yeah, yeah. Fucking, let's do some quick fucking uh, MMA talk. Do you reckon UFC was better before they started drug testing? I'm yeah. gonna tune out here because I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, just uh, chill for a sec, Sam. Dude, uh, absolutely, like Uber in days. Yeah, like everyone where? just gets injured. Like all the super fights just get injured. Like all the fucking just like total maniacs don't fight anymore. Or and and then any of the big fights like fucking every time what's his name fights john jones actually does fight and he gets busted for drugs like straight away after and then they spend all this time like explaining it away like oh no the tests have gotten better so we're just pinging him for the same drugs from like but it's just that the tests are getting yeah how's that i don't know it just seems like everything used to be way more fucking loco i've just sort of like back 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 before they started the drug testing days and just like i don't know maybe it was and there was more money on the line as well like before they got rid of the advertising they made that deal um you know i think you're right dude because it it used to be one people weren't as gassed they went pretty hard and had more muscle mass Mm. and could could lean out harder and then come back bigger um there definitely wasn't the injuries that there are now like the downtime like yeah. imagine Whitaker juice to the eyeballs he'd yeah. be back in there. like he would have got back in on the same night yeah they just give him a fucking injection he just regrow his leg like overnight and then just like yeah. get in there push push the hernia back in shoot him full of test send him back out into the ring he would have yeah. been perfect well some of those like grand prix like was it pride the grand prix pride, pride. Ones where you'd fight yeah. like more than once in a night and shit like that there's just no fucking yeah. way those dudes went on like insane drugs right surely like, Did you watch that Fight World documentary on Netflix? No, no, no. Oh, dude, you should. Is that the it's, Frank Grillo? really cool. The, the Frank Grillo one? Yeah, okay. yeah the Grillo no, one. No, haven't yet. No, you should. It's amazing. They've got, um, oh, where is it? It's like Burma or something like that. They they take Thai boxing and then incorporate the head and uh, it's bare knuckle as well. And that's that's some fucking real shit. <laughs> like, well, they're just head, can, headbutting each other. Yeah, they're headbutting oh. and it's bare knuckle as well. Yeah, it's so it's, it's so like, guys just wailing on each other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like fight to the death kind of level. Ha- have you watched any of those uh, bare knuckle productions? Like, there's a couple. Um, like, I only found one. I downloaded. Only in the UK. Oh no, there's a this is an American like uh, bare knuckle boxing league or something like that. And I couldn't find the latest one, so I watched the previous one to the latest one, whatever that was. You know, just downloaded it because I heard them talk about it on. Oh, it was Joe Rogan or something, I think. And um, so I downloaded it and I watched it. And it was, like, really boring. Like, there was no, like, just insane fucking knockouts. Like, they weren't, like, people weren't getting their whole fucking head just busted to fuck. Like, <laughs> I thought there was going to be... Because there's such, like, a, like, ooh, bare knuckle. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, you know, like, people are going to be fucking just getting destroyed. Like, you can't just bare knuckle box people. Oh, my God, bare knuckle. But then, like, like you're Jared Leto and fucking what, Fight Club, yeah, 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 yeah. Destroyed. But you're allowed to throw fucking elbows and kick people in the face, like, I, I don't know. But, but just just from watching that one, I just remember thinking, like, oh fuck, like I, I thought people were just gonna get like their fucking nose punched off and shit, you know, like get totally destroyed. But it wasn't like that. It was like actually, it was almost like every fight went to the went to the distance, and there were mm. like, and, and no nobody was really that fucked up. I don't know, maybe maybe the maybe maybe that was just like a a rare occurrence or something like that maybe the gravity yeah you kind of expect someone to have like an eyeball hanging out or yeah (laughs) like massive broken orbital with an eye hanging out of the front yeah it just definitely (laughs) wasn't like that so the 
I think the last things that I watched on the bare knuckle stuff was that vice that they did in 2014, where they followed the American guy that went over to fight in the gypsy bare knuckle league in the UK. Yeah. And it was like the American champion fighting the Irish champion or something, or the, the UK champion. And he got so it was Brad Pitt and Snap. No, they're like, they're full size, like big burly boys. They're not, like, oh, okay. no one has abs. I think, I don't know. There's some rare exceptions, but if someone's got abs, they're probably not usually going to knock you out. They're working too hard on abs. <laughs> Who's the um, <laughs> who, who won out of the American and the Irish guy? I think it was the Irish guy, or like the American guy didn't show or something like that. It was, uh, yeah, it was. But there's the I'm looking. There's like a documentary that was made in 2011 called Knuckle, and it's like fucking big horses just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> And heaps of people with no teeth. Oh, did you see that Russian fight league where they're, they're doing like MMA on a gymnastics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's and the craziest like, one. Where it's like it's almost got- like gladiators, but then they're throwing each other off and doing sleepers and shit. So and like, everyone's just gang bashing each other. So it's like full contact, <laughs> but on like, yeah, like a An fucking insane course. jungle gym thing. So you can like swing, yeah. swing kick into people if you can catch them and that sort of thing. So... I don't know. It seems pretty crazy. The the one that uh, Russians have tried basically everything. Like I've seen one where it's like they take like a two hundred pound man versus like two one hundred. Well, not one hundred pound man. Doesn't make sense. Like a three hundred. Uh, yeah. Like a hit. Like a like a hundred pound man. What's that? Like fifty kilos. It's like a. That's like a fucking dog. Like, yeah, uh, I saw one guy who was like three hundred pounds fight two two hundred pound guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they have like two, and they were like on. fly kicking him and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he, couldn't do shit. He was just taking all the punishment, and yeah. then every time he connected, it'd be like he'd just throw a guy onto the floor. Or... In, yeah, um, they had five v five. Like the five v five is really unfair. I think like the two v one, like that. The, what the only one that I remember thinking like, oh, this is really unfair, was the five v five because one guy is just gonna kick the fuck out of another guy basically in the first few <laughs> seconds and just knock him out or take him out and and then and then he immediately goes okay i'm let's just team up on the next guy who gets teamed up by two guys he's fucked there's just no way and then it just becomes like the last guys just got four or maybe maybe another guy on their team's been taken out as well but usually just all of those 5v5s just ended up with like three to four guys just kicking the fuck out of a single guy (laughs) like just trying to fend off like five fucking head the last one of those that i watched as well it was like two two-on-ones and then one of the two-on-ones the two guys won so then it became a f- one and there was just was a yeah fucking fuck out of this guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. terrible um they do they've got some cool um uh full contact uh weapon like axes and swords and shit combat with you know they wear armor and stuff but they got some cool ones of those as well the russians the russians know how to party man the british as well man they do that um well, it's probably a Russian thing. I think it's called Bohun or something, where they fight in armor and plate mails, and it's like inside a boxing ring, shit like that. Yeah, inside. Yeah, oh, yeah but maybe it's like five on five as well. And oh, okay. <laughs> pole arms and full suits of armor. Jesus Christ! Um, there was a um, yeah. there was a show on one of the pay TV things, like uh, just. Uh, well, there's some cool jousting shows. I actually 
when we were talking to the Perry brothers, I brought up some of their shows to them. Um, but there's a there's a sh- there's a show. Uh, it was like this high tech combat one where they had. Um, I must have seen. Maybe I saw a YouTube video of it. Maybe where they had the armor and all the armor had different like points. And when you hit someone with like a sword, it would like automatically score. So it became this like like it'd be like ding like oh you've got fucking scored a point you got a hit on his neck blah 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 so the dudes were armored fencing yeah, yeah well they no no, no they're, like, they're like in like <laughs> fucking like futuristic like plastic fucking high high you know whatever carbon fucking plate mail basically and they're hacking each other oh, with like cool. like full full like swords like obviously blunted swords um, yeah. But when they hit each other, it would they, were, they had all these sensors and shit, and so it would register and be like, oh, decapitation, partial dismemberment, and all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never actually saw the show. I must have maybe I just saw a YouTube sort of like a trailer for it or something like that. Do they fight until someone's unconscious, or just until? No, too I'm many guessing until points. I'm guessing they've got like a like a points thing or something like that. But they're in full like full helmet and all that sort of shit. So if you got a head strike, it would like give give them points and shit either way I, I don't know i don't know if they uh i don't know how like futuristic kendo yeah basically yeah yeah exactly yeah and i love they that had different that weapons, sounds like cool. axes and fucking clubs and shit it's always it those things sometimes i think fall down a little bit when people try to get too diverse with the weapons because yeah you see them fucking around and trying to be a master with an axe or that and boy with the club just generally tends to win yeah. or you know some, someone just swinging like a lot yeah yeah i've watched like lots of um uh there's a thing called history alive that they have in brisbane here where like all these recreationists and shit will go and like camp mm. out and like fucking put on like fake tawnies and all that sort of shit and like, do they yeah, fight in that yeah, yeah well? they do like, fight yeah yeah they hit each other and stuff yeah it's but but it's like it's um like there's not there's not like judges and stuff like it's it's sort of just you know it's like a club fighting other people in their own club sort of thing if you know what i mean it's not like a yeah yeah. like a brutal like let's do fucking let's do fucking roids and get jacked up and then we'll just win every fight um it's more like a friendly sort of thing um but yeah that 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 always stands out to me is like people some like cheese dick who brings like a rancer or some shit will just always get outmaneuvered by just like sword boy like sword sword and shield boy Oh, I was listening to um, to History on Fire the other day. I think that's it. Have you ever listened to that one before? No, I don't think so. Um, it's Daniele Bellelli. And he was talking about the Ronin, like the 47 Ronin and the, the reality of how it came about. And he referenced these two girls that had their, their father was killed by a samurai. And um, they were allowed to, like they appealed to, I don't know, the governor of their area allowed to get vengeance but because they were women the dude was like oh you can go two on one and get training and then the day like the day that you fight it's on you whatever happens so don't like don't come complaining when this dude chops you guys up (laughs) and um and yeah basically they got they got training in these really weapons like one of them had was like a a chain like a swinging chain with a sickle on one end Oh, okay. And then, okay. and then the other one had like a polearm kind of spear halberd thing, and pretty much they got like this samurai was apparently pretty good, and he comes charging at the first girl who manages to pull off the like chaining the sword and throwing his sword away. Oh and no way! As, as she like locks up his hands with the chain, the other sisters just like butts and like <laughs> beats him down with the halberd, and they were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> 
we didn't see that coming. Well, pretty much as you were. <laughs> Turns out the yeah, and track benches. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think like yeah, definitely teamwork always fucking wins out. Yeah, for sure. Especially in the five on five Russian death match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen that quintet as well? Oh no, what's that? Oh, that's pretty dope. That's um jujitsu, and it's a, I think it's a well, yeah, it's five on five, and no, it's not five on five. Sorry, it's one on one. But each person that wins a round has to fight the next guy afterwards. So your first guy can end up fighting all five guys if he winning or you know at whatever point like you know one one beats one and then one fights two and beats that one and then your third guy knocks out their first guy and so your second guy is then fighting their third guy and it's sort of like you go through until there's only one guy left um but you've got a i think you've got a team weight limit or something so you can have like a uriah faber and then you can have a jds or something on the same team so uriah faber will have to roll with jds Jesus Christ. Yeah, so yeah, that could be like fight. your first matchup. You put the biggest guy in who's got to fight a tiny little guy. And I think Eddie Bravo's got a team in it. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Ten, yeah, that's, Tenth that, Planet Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I think like and as we're like the whole start of this conversation, I think that's all fine as long as those people are allowed to take whatever drugs they want. <laughs> yeah, I think you should be open slather on drugs for sure. Yeah, if you're fighting each other, why not? Like either... Well, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, I do understand, like, the whole argument where, you know, like, if one person's taking drugs and the other person isn't, and then the person... Well, not even drugs, you know, performance-enhancing supplements. And the other person isn't, then that's an unfair advantage and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's just not as exciting anymore. Like, like, I don't know. It just seems like there's just... All all of the matchups, like the things we just said before, you know, like, so many of the fights fall through... There's just all these fucking interim things now, interim belts. Like, they're even closing down whole, like, d- divisions. Like, they closed yeah, down man. fucking, um... They just closed, um... Uh, so, Henry Cejudo's, didn't they? Uh, didn't they pull, pull that belt? Yeah, who, who's the little guy, the littlest guy? They closed the littlest yeah. one. Yeah, TJ went down to fight Cejudo, and I think they took that belt away now. So now he has to fight for TJ's belt with Cody. Yeah, no, no, no. Before that, even uh, t- uh, who, who's the who's that that the smallest guy? Um, what's his name? Mighty Mouse. Now he lost to Cejudo. Did he? So what? yeah, yeah. So they're taking, taking Mighty Mouse lost. Yeah, man. Oh, you're blowing my fucking mind, son. That's insane. Mighty Mouse is like, fucking how? Whoa. Okay, well, that's how much attention I've been paying, paying, man. Like ever since they got rid of all the the PEDs, um, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even notice that happening. Uh, Let so, me just check that out, but I'm pretty sure I watched that fight. No, I thought uh, he was just undefeated and they just closed down the division and he went to, like, fucking, you know, a new fighting thing. I think he's gone to some new fighting. Yeah, no, he lost uh, in a decision and then he went to that, like, one... Is it one fight championship yeah, or something like that? Yeah. The Singaporean one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting. And, All right, uh, cool. That's crazy that he got beaten, though. Like, he must have had one of the longest winning streaks. Like, he was fucking... Yeah, I think it was um, like fourteen defenses or something like that. It was. He's got insane. a really um, he's got a really good uh, Twitch stream apparently, like where he just plays computer games and just fucking answers crazy questions about MMA. Oh really? Yeah, you see clips of it um all the time on Reddit. Oh cool. Yeah, he seems like a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is. 
Yeah, crazy. So in, in any case, that's that's what I mean. Like they're closing down divisions and doing all sorts of crazy shit like that. And it's it's because you and you don't see that just the huge fucking mega fights they used to because all these dudes are getting injured. And the even if these sort of uh, these supplements and shit that they're taking aren't giving them an edge in their fucking fight, at least it helps them recover quicker. So they're able mm-hmm. to train more and sort of you know fucking become fucking insane mega man. I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like it, that. That's just my take on it. People are probably so, yeah. screaming like, "What are you crazy? Can't have it'd drugs." Be, it'd be super hard to be in that level as well. Like I, I did sport to a pretty good level, and there wasn't. I, I've only been tested twice in my sporting history, and there's definitely shit that I've taken that people are like, "Take this pre-workout. This is a really good brand of pre-workout." And then you start taking that stuff and it's like, oh, yeah, cool. I'm foaming on the start line. <laughs> and my, 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 my heart rate is like 180 beats a minute. <laughs> you know, that kind of like there, there's good shit like that. Whereas for them, they just have to be so careful. They couldn't even play around and you know, try and take different types of pre-workout or whatever. Because I think they have to get everything tested before they're allowed to take it just in case. Yeah, now. yeah it seems like it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Do do we want to talk about these uh these sanguinous yeah, rules before we? Yeah. So, what's your favorite bit, Sam? Go. What's your favorite bit about the new sanguinous? Because you'll be the one that actually gets him out of us three, I reckon. Oh yeah, I'll be all over this dude. Um, crazy just, eagle. <laughs> he is my crazy. Eagle. Um, I don't know. I I mean, the fact that he can use his wing in like all of the phases ever and passes that to his the rest of your army. Um, yeah, is pretty hectic. Like. That means your entire. I mean, it's sad for me because I have no assault marines as a blood angel player. So obviously, I'm gonna have mm. to get some. But yeah, I think that's pretty crazy. That's and a, the how he gets Tamar Wrath, but strength ten AP two, and yeah, yeah he's and that and that synergizes quite well with Tim. Oh, I'm just thinking about. I'm still thinking about that jump infantry getting to use it in both phases. Like that's pretty fucking crazy. But I mean, that's. That is that. That's what Raven Guard already have, right? Or do Raven Guard? They don't get fleet on jump guys, do they? They just have fleet yeah. on fucking. I think it's just infantry, charge. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Um, and then you can back that up with the regalia resplendent and have rerollable invulns. Yeah, yeah. So I, oh, I think yeah, I think that's a massive. Oh, only charges, which he will be charging all the time. He'll be charging. Yeah, I when you're doing twenty-inch move charge combos every turn. Yeah, people are sleeping on that. Like, I haven't heard much talk about that, but any kind of re-rollable and vulnerable save is just fucking out of control. And, I mean, like, they changed... They got rid of that for Custodes on their shields, the re-rollable and vulnerable save. And that was what basically, like, has made them a bit more I- easy to deal with. But then they brought back the re-rollable fucking invulnerable save. So the Regalia Respondent is basically a 2 plus armor save, 4 plus invulnerable save, and allows him to re-roll any failed invulnerable saves on a turn in which he charges. Like, any kind of re-roll failed invulnerables is just out of control strong, and re-rollable 4 plus is really, really good. So, And, I mean, he's going to be charging most of the time because he's his jump, <laughs> jump and fleet. Mm. So not only does he put out, like, a fucking ton of shit, like, if you run him with he's his... Got a crazy uh, of yeah, if you run him with the spear... And does it say how much this everything costs for the spear and all that sort of shit? No, oh. it's, it's a free swap. You take the spear, oh, it's a or free swap. You get the you get the spear and the moon sword blade, uh, or you take the blade and karma. 
Yeah, so the... Okay, so the blade in common. So it's plus one strength, so it'd be strength six, base. AP2, melee, rampage, and shred. So rampage and shred means he can get... If he's outnumbered, he gets up another D3 attack. So he's going to get to ten attacks pretty fucking quick. With, well, he gets... With shred. Because, yeah, he gets plus one attack and initiative on the turn. First turn of any combat. So, so you're seven. getting his initiative eight and seven attacks on the charge. Yeah. Um, and I guess technically he'd be eight because the Blood and Carmine is a one-handed sword. I know, but Infernus isn't a pistol. It's only a gun, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so no, it's assault have... too, yeah. So he doesn't have an yeah. offhand uh, weapon. Okay, they haven't called it a pistol. No, yeah, it's, so it's not an additional close combat weapon. Ah, bugger. But, um, but, but he but, does get... Uh, his what's called doesn't uh, does he always have the moon silver blade on him as well? No, no, no. no. Yeah, that's if you take the spear because then you'll have something if you chuck it at someone. Yeah, so uh, yeah. The, okay. the sword's just if you throw the fucking mega spear at someone, and the mega spear is just out of control as well. Like, but like, yeah, that man, that's tr- that. It's hard to go past even that just that sword. Malay rampage and shred like just makes him personally. so apeshit. Yeah, strength seven, like a ton of attacks. Uh, Spirit Celesto is just, like, going to be super fucking crazy because he's strength 9, AP 1 on the charge, AP 2 normal, uh, two-handed instant death, mastercrafted, and he can also fucking throw it as well, like a 12-inch fucking strength 7. But you never would, right? I don't don't know where you would, yeah. Yeah, Then you're stuck with that Moon Civil Blade, and that is just trash. Yeah, so it's just, it's only (laughs) AP 3, mastercrafted, bland, dualist edge, Moon Civil. Um, But I think, um... Maybe you'd throw the spear in like turn six of a game or something, you know? Like, there's like a fleeing praetor, and you're like, "Oh, I got you, motherfucker!" Yeah, if there's, <laughs> a, if there's a single dread dreadnought that's just like trying to run away, and you just throw it into his back. Like strength seven, AP one, armor bane. Like strength seven, armor bane. Strength seven, AP one, armor bane is isn't fucking bad, especially what is he BS six or something? Oh, he's only BS five. Interesting. Well, you never knew. Yeah, I thought that was Well, yeah, because you you. I know, they don't do that anymore, do they? They don't go, like, BS 8, 7... No, it does, yeah. Nine. They do? Yeah, yeah, some of them are. Some of them are over 5. Oh, yeah, Imperial Assassin's, like, the Vindicator's BS 8. Yeah, the BS 8, yeah. So he gets a re-roll on a 4+. plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if he rolls a 1, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. But, yeah, so the... But that fucking... So he's hitting, like, a ton of bricks... And then fucking yeah. he's re-rolling a 4+, plus invulnerable save. Like, who can... Who can stand up to that? Like, not only are you taking so much damage, but then after all of that shit, you try and hit him back, and it's just like, eh, re-roll before plus. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, against, like, I mean, sure, against, like, a normal unit of Termos, he's terrifying. But against Primarchs, I mean, if you can survive the first turn, he's nothing super special again. I guess so. Uh, but have you, yeah, have you, but, have I mean, have you survived you the first turn? Like, it's all this strength nine. I mean, if you can lock him down with a fearless unit and get like get like twenty thralls around him, and then charge in with some domitars or whatever, yeah, domitars will wail him down. Try, get some fearless shit in that he can't win combat against, or he can't just break in combat, and then send um, send in some dreadnoughts, something like that. Um, he just hits so fucking hard; it's just going to be hard to. And I know, so I'm hard, sure, I know yeah. why they didn't give it to him because it would make him too broken. But I'm surprised he didn't get hit and run. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. I did actually check to see if he got hit and run. That'd be interesting. I, kind of, I thought he would do. Like, I mean, if anyone's going to be 
able to like kind of dart around it's a dude with literal wings <laughs> yeah i just don't who's meant to beat him in combat like i can't i guess well, horus doesn't no actually one. fight him he, he doesn't fight he doesn't actually put up a fight against horus does he he just gets strangled not much of one yeah um <laughs> but yeah sanguis is always like they always said he was the best right you know he's supposedly like top three fighters and like loved mm. by everyone and all that kind of thing I remember Russ being like, ah, I can beat any of them except maybe Horus and fucking, you know. I think um, Uber Uber Magnus could give him a run, hey? Like Wizard Magnus? Like Witchy Pro Magnus? Yeah. Not now they've taken his D-boss away. <laughs> yeah, but can't he, can't he get really bulky in combat? He, well, in the, like, lore, he turned into a, like, Warlord Titan, didn't he? And punched one down or something. <laughs> oh, no, I thought, mm. I thought in in game as well you could buff him using yeah, like uh, biomancy and all that kind of shit to make him like yeah oh yeah you can upset. still do that yeah but I mean like how many strength nine attacks can he take to the face you know yeah I mean Magnus yeah. could turn into like with what iron arm and warp time he could become pretty close to that kind of level wouldn't he he'd be like initiative nine and strength ten not that they would find themselves doing it that often but what about blue daddy. <laughs> Big Blue Daddy. Yeah. I think he'd be close because he can reroll one of his failed saves. And I mean, he's got that strength 10 fist, which mm. concusses Sanguinous, which slows him down a fair bit. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Big fuck punch, yeah. But I mean, like, the weapon skill. Nine. Yeah, so weapon, weapon skill nine. nine so insane. Yeah, so he's going to be hitting on fours until. Because the best thing about Gilliman is, like, he gets better because as his weapon skill increases, you start hitting on going from fours to hitting on threes. But so I mean, cool it's going to take, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to take, take a ton of turns to get, what is he, start yeah, it'd take seven, three right? turns or something, wouldn't it? To yeah, be he able... starts at seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah. eight, nine, and he's got to get to ten before he's hitting he's on three. He's got to get to ten, yeah. Yeah, so. But at least in two turns, he's not getting hit on three, so that's always good. <laughs> yeah, we're assuming the Sanguinous will always get a charge as well, like, as you know, in the field, like, fucking, there's going to be, yeah, a t- there's gonna, there'll be a ton of times where, because, that that's also going to work against him. His fucking fuck ton of attacks at strength nine is when he charges a dreadnought or he charges a fucking thing. Most of the time, he's I gonna think kill he's going right? to yeah, he's going to fuck everything up. Just be standing there holding his dick. Um, so you, you're going to really you're going to have to be like, oh, do I just I can't just plunge him in and then just have him standing there holding his dick. You'll only be able, you'll only do that a few times before you realize, oh, okay, so he can hit like ton of bricks, but <laughs> he can't also survive an entire armies with the las cannons and shit shooting <laughs> yeah, exactly i mean you're going to surround you with like a 20 man assault squad right like bare bones just to soak up wounds when those las cannons come yeah yeah you can always just sort of redeploy around them and stuff like that but you know uh yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how the meta adjusts to this guy it's perfect they're already red so it's an entire squad of red shirts just to like <laughs> pull them in front of sanguinous <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, he can soak up wind, but then that just makes him that just makes that unit hit even harder, so they're even less likely to have the protection of. of yeah, uh, yeah. It, I, I think though we need to see what else is coming in the book as well, like the demons, like see what they're like. Um, I think the, like I think the weirdest part about his rules, like I don't think they're too over the top. I mean, it's four hundred eighty-five points, which is pretty hectic. But the Infernus weapon, like his gun thing. Why is it a one use only? I mean, it's a melter gun, but it's not a melter gun. Like, it's only strength at AP1. It shoots twice, and you get it once. All right. Uh, yeah, it seems strange. Maybe it's just a special round or something. 
Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. it isn't a melder. Yeah, what is it? Range eighteen, strength eight, AP one, assault two, one use. Maybe yeah, they put that in instead of melter by accident. Well, that's what I'm wondering, like, because that sounds like a melter gun, which is you know totally blood angels and stuff. Yeah, it should have got armor bane and yeah. melter or whatever, or melter or armor bane. Yeah, I mean, yeah. normal blood angels are all going to inferno pistols. Surely he would have like a big inferno like gun thing, which is like a pistol for him. Well, most of the other Primarchs weapons are sort of scaled up like that, aren't they? Well, look at bloody Vulcans. It's a glaive. Yeah. <laughs> it just points at people and they die. <laughs> so, this isn't one use only. This I, wonder like if that is a, I wonder if that is a typo. Because it doesn't I, really make sense, does it? And there's no, no fluff. No fluff to back it up. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, I was just about to say, there's no like uh, sort of fluff box on what that weapon is. Like, I've never heard of some of, in the book, he goes, I pull out my pistol, I shoot one Chaos Space Ring, I put it down again. <laughs> I put it away. <laughs> I still have one shot left though. But I <laughs> it says, uh, as well as melee weapon, Sanguinous carries a one-use pistol called Infernus, which can use some do, cause some serious damage to vehicles and Space Marines alike, firing two Strength 8 AP1 shots. That's what it says back on the page. It doesn't yeah, say melter right. or anything. So serious damage to vehicles? Like, what kind Maybe of Maybe if you're lucky. Like, it's, it's only glancing <laughs> When you've got a, a strength nine spear, I think you're better off going with that yeah. option. Yeah. I could yeah. either shoot at 12 inches or I could just fucking charge, move and charge in. <laughs> or I guess if you've moved right up there. I don't know. Seems strange. Maybe, uh, maybe it's good against shooting the back into the back of a dreadnought or something like that. But being only one shot only as well is very strange. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's one thing for them not to give it melter gun, despite mm. it sounding like it's a melter gun. But mm. to make it a one use as well, you're like, eh, well, I'll just stab you in the face. <laughs> I mean, it says Inferno, but it's really not that hot. <laughs> That's how they keep his points sub 500, right? If he had a melter yeah. gun, he'd be 510. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck, man. Hope we see the full rules soon. I'm dying to see the demon rules. Like, I'm really, like, <clears throat> demon rules are, like what i'm fucking hanging out to see i've got yeah. i was digging around because i've um i've just been digging shit up out of my garage and to you know models and stuff I found this whole empire army and been gathering stuff together um and i found all a whole ton of my um I, back in fifth edition fantasy i like w games workshop had one of those like we've got too much stuff let's sell shit real cheap um so i got like i think 40 of the old metal uh, horrors of Zinch for like five dollars uh, per blister. Well, like this is back in fucking I don't know, two thousand and one or something like that. Back in the city store yeah. games workshop. So I got like forty of those guys. Um, and so and they're really like they're totally different to the new plastic ones. Like the new plastic ones are way more authentically, whereas these old horrors are just basically like some fucking characters from like a children's TV show. Like they're just these like <laughs> yeah. men with like big hands and like just a, like a head with legs and arms essentially. Um, it's sort of like how uh, dental commercials show you what plaque looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a classic fucking I know uh, shout out to anyone who watches the kids TV show Skylanders, my daughter likes it. Um, there's a character on there called Pop Fizz who's like a some kind of I know weird gremlin thing and he's voiced by like um uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, and he's just like a uh, his whole uh, and they're all like some sort is of is that guy a pro wrestler? No, no, he's a uh, he's he's uh, the fucking animal guy. For, uh, he's the fucking guy from uh from um uh like a, a woodsman, like okay. a like a countryman. No, like the police, uh, you know, police academy. Ah, oh, that guy with all the noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Bobcat. Is his real name Bobcat? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to fucking search for him and find out what his character was. Uh, Man, if I've got fruitful loins, I want my kid to be called Bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Bobcat. Shouts out to all the Bobcats in the world. Yeah, the reason no. one of the reasons I know about him is because he's a um, Sasquatch enthusiast, <laughs> and he classic, he actually made a movie. Bobcat. Yeah, he made a movie, a Squatch movie, um, uh, uh, called Willow Creek, and like Willow Creek is the area where they filmed the Patterson Gimlin footage. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like the classic fucking dude caught on caught on film. Uh, yeah, with the, se- the sexy look back, and then he wanders off. Yeah, into yeah, the woods. yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and then one. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. So he's he's made a movie about that. But anyway, he plays this thing called Pop Fizz, which just basically looks like a like a blue horror. It's just the just a head with arms and legs, uh, but it also just has a backpack filled with different flasks of liquids. And his his thing is just being able to like just immediately. That sounds move. like someone on a watch list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like <laughs> he's able to just immediately just mix different shit together and turn make whatever crazy like mostly just explosive shit that he throws at people. Um, so anyway, yeah, so I've got all those fucking horrors, those pink and blue horrors, and I want to paint them up as, uh, as, as Demons of the Warp Storm, because they, because they are, they are pretty different to the current horrors, and I imagine, like, so imagine those guys, but instead of painted, like, some crazy blue color or magical color, just painted, like, flesh, so they're just these, like, they do look like just fucking crazy fucking creepy mutants, and I could, I could probably use them in, uh, Necromunda as well, just like, oh, shit, we're being... The, the the settlement's coming under attack by just mutants, just mutant flesh boys. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm fucking looking forward to it, man. The, those demons, fucking. Um, Did you? S- I just send you guys a link um, in our little chat. Have a look at that. Um, have you seen that one yet? The one from Sanguinis's base. Someone's actually like rebuilt it and painted it. Oh really? yeah, shout shouts out. Because that thing Two. looks nuts. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I'm not sure where it came from. Oh, so it's the thing, the chaos demon thing. The, off. the Sanguinus is like... Oh, right. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How he's like smashing in the face, yeah. He's like grabbing it. Oh, that's I'm crazy. Drawing, I'm drawing a massive blank, but that's the... um, That's your boy from the 30K channel with the dope tattoos. He's like the tattoo artist from the 30K channel. He's, um, he's got the beard and the glasses and... <laughs> It's not Pete. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I fucked up. But yeah, he's a, a real heavyweight. Good stuff. No, oh, it's pictures. Yeah, pictures so are I, I think that's me. pretty cool. So if that, you, I mean, if that's what the demons are going to start looking like, it's going to be sick. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, just being able to like go full witchy poo, and I, I think like the the other thing that I'm really excited to see is like not only demon list, but the fucking allies matrix for the demon list, because if it's just like all traders can take them as fucking allies. Then it's fucking realm of chaos time, man. Like shit's gonna be fucking crazy. It's gonna be full demon world. Like, remember those like one of the reasons I loved Chaos Marines so much, and I got into Chaos Marines with like the second army that I did for 40k. Um, after you know the Space Marines that came in the in the the second edition box. Um, uh, one of the reasons I got into Chaos Marines was because like those old pictures of old Chaos Marine armies from White Dwarf, where it was like Marines and demons and some beastmen and other shit like that all mixed mm. together so if you can like make those old demon world lists where it's not just space marines it's not just demons it's a mix of the two and then when you know that, that second ed book came out and you could take demons and like uh they could they could fucking inhabit like possess people and that sort of shit um 
fuck yeah like that that's the kind of shit i'm fucking really into so if you if it's all traders ooh, look out it's gonna be good all slanesh army like a fucking uh third company army with fucking yeah slanesh demons. that's like my ideal army i fucking love that shit it's dan i think it's dan wheeler maybe shouts out to dan one k son at one k son on instagram yeah yeah he's a jet man he's got great armies I'm just looking at that demon now. That's craziness. That does look fucking crazy. Looks like some Doom style shit. Check out the um, Acheron that he's painted as well on his account. He did this really dark, desaturated, like all chained up and super cool weathering. He's a really oh, cool. Yeah, really good painter. Um, yeah, my, my hope for the demons is that they take on a bit of sculpting inspiration from the um is it dan abnett and the guy that does the cover art uh in the mccraig's honor uh dan abnett and neil roberts mm, they did a graphic yeah. novel thing yeah 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 and the demons in that were really really cool and not not cartoony like really sharp and kind of predatory looking yeah <clears throat> lots of like crazy fucking like white-skinned yeah, white skin, translucent, like mm. sharp black claws kind of things. And it it was nice too because it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't just an Aliens spin-off or whatever. It was actually, mm. you know, they looked, they looked really cool. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the like, take on them. Like, see, see what they, the idea that they're selling, because it's kind of like the idea they're selling is like, it's not just like the, the demons don't necessarily have names and shit, but we know that the gods existed. There would have been demonettes and shit like that, but... Mm-hmm. Also, there's generic demons, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to yeah. see the to see the sort of uh, the explanation for what what the fuck is happening. And someone was talking the other day about loyalist demons too, right? What? Yeah, so they because they don't they're meant to be at a time where they don't really understand what they are specifically, mm. and so the the call there was that people have been like the librarians or whatever they were at the time have been calling on assistance in ways that they hadn't yet categorized as being the wrong thing Jesus. and that is a bit of a deviation from what we've previously known but it'll be interesting to see if that's what actually carries through in malevolence or not yeah well what are they called uh lizman became good demons in age of sigma right boo hiss yeah what <laughs> yeah the seraphon that became like demons of the old ones yeah are you kidding no <laughs> Dude, don't even try and get your head around that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think uh, <laughs> you guys are fighting the good fight by retconning everything back to a time before. Yeah, completely. Same. Retcon that doesn't something doesn't make sense to you, and you don't like it. Just retcon it out of your life. Just like just do that with everything in your life, especially in the internet. The internet, doesn't, <laughs> internet doesn't even exist. Yeah. So I'm looking at uh, 1K Sun's Instagram. Uh, it says his name is Dan. Dan. Um, <clears throat> he's he's painted up a bunch of demonic looking stuff as well. It looks like he's yeah. he's had a peek through that list, I reckon, because like he's got um he's painted some demonets, some flesh hounds, some uh uh, uh, uh blood jug blood juggers blood crushers blood juggers. That's a cool name for them there. Um, he's also got a mutalisk vortex beast from the fantasy range, and he's got some kind of big um. Like one of the beastmen things, I can't remember what they're called, but the four-armed mega thing, and he's given it 
the crazy mutalisk style head as well. So I really like that that palette that he's gone with there. Mm, mm. So I like that sort of natural, almost natural looking savage fucking barbaric sort of colors. That's what I'm thinking like of doing with my yeah. That's what I'm thinking of doing my Zinch guys. Just do them up like that, and then I can use them for you know variety of different shit. And they can. He might have been the the only guy to actually flip pages. Yeah. Apparently well, yeah. they handed out the book that everyone was allowed to have a look, and <laughs> yeah, I've just literally seen nothing of anything that's not Blood Angel. Yeah, yeah. Like so, the hand of the book around all these dudes were able to look at it, and no one fucking just <laughs> autistically wrote down every single unit rule and for the demons. <laughs> and it's fucking blow my mind that that happened. Um, but yeah, it says uh, malevolence. He says he's got hashtag hard for heresy gaming. Blah 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 blah. Demon lord. Hashtag malevolence. Hashtag Cygnus Prime. Hashtag demons. Hashtag demons of the ruined storm. So I reckon he's had a cheeky look through that book and he knows what's coming because none of this stuff has uh, it's not on bases or anything yet either. So I wonder, wonder no. what, what is he up to? He knows these what's are, up. These yeah. British dudes are all pretty tight too. So. You never know. Yeah, I reckon he knows. I reckon could, he's, he's could be boys with Anoush. Putting in the, the legwork, man. <laughs> as soon as that book drops, it's going to be a demon fucking army. It's just going to be smashing people in the UK. And what, what the hell? <laughs> Fully painted and ready to rip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah he's putting the legwork. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, the British are holding out on the comedy. Yeah, I so love that he took the uh, <clears throat> Scaramanga or whatever the fuck that dude was called from the base and turned him into a an actual model. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck yeah. From Sanguinius's decorative base. Yeah. How did Ma- How did Maka get it? Did he have um? Someone send it over. Yeah, he had a cat's paw on the ground. Beautiful. <laughs> um, and and got that. Um. So uh, I think maybe Gaz, our friend Gaz. Is yeah. Shouts out! Shouts out to Gaz, man. He's got me some stuff. Before. Oh, he has? Oh, cool. Well, you, know, you know Big Robbie's uh, going in Perth, yeah? Jacket in Perth? Uh, what, what, what? Uh, Rob Patton has uh, a yeah. sandwich in Perth. He's going to be going to try and get him ready for skulls. Well, I've heard that, and so does Reese, actually. We've got two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Reese is, and Reese is already built and everything else. Well, two mm. sandwiches on the ground in Perth. Mm. Mm. Jesus. Glad I'm on the good guys team this event. I'm sure Dean Morris already has like two or three of them fucking knocking around. The tentacles on that um, vortex based thing. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That so that thing is called a um. There's a there's a mutalisk vortex based, and then there was another thing called a gore. No, not a gore beast. Some other thing like a. I can't remember, but it he's was put that head on the Zinch Lord. Yeah, he's put the other head on. Yeah, so or the Slanesh Lord or whatever it is. Yeah, that those those came out for fantasy. I don't know if the, I'm assuming. Well, they, they must be an Age of Sigma, but they came out for fantasy, and basically they were just like I don't know. I don't think I ever, ever, ever saw anyone run one, either of those nah, two things. From I didn't either. Yeah, because they were just like. Uh, I could just take like a fucking like a manticore, not a manticore, the other thing, the fucking chimera. It's just so much better and it flies and shit. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you can use, if you can reuse this thing as some kind of like, because there must be like, if there's, if it's a sandbox as they're saying, and you can just choose from like a whole bunch of different stat lines and then just fucking pimp them out with different rules, that'll be ape shit. In the amount of fucking crazy shit you'd be able to do, just all different I, insane flashbacks. I do. Are you gonna get like? gamey motherfuckers that pick all the scary things and like yeah we just did it 
Uh, we'll just we'll comp those bitches. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're gonna have a five. Tom Gold will come in. Yeah, Tom Tom Gold and the Heresy Police will just come in. Yeah, at, Fuck the, at, up. at the end of the day, they're they're gonna be five plus invulnerable save, and that's all. And then they're gonna get <laughs> fucking Tudor. Like, uh, like I really want to run them, but also at the same time, I just like I know that I've got like five fucking Myrmidon destructors with um, Volkite Culverins, and they will, and I'm. I've seen what they do to fucking demonettes. I've played yeah. a few games against demons and stuff like that. Like just Ooh. the number of hits, the number of wounds, and then the number of deflag rates. Just shit ain't gonna survive. Like okay. remember, um, yeah. remember Samus? Yeah, that's the biggest problem with Samus is he has to teleport under the table, and then you just Samus. stand there holding your dick, and then everyone just shoots him with every fucking thing. Like <laughs> just, he just get he just never survives. Like you ask anyone who's got a Samus, they'll be like, "Yeah, no, he just dies." Like <laughs> maybe kills like a few marines, and then he just fucking gets vaporized by everything on the table. Yeah, so, sounds alright. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see in, what happens. Like in the year of the gun pig too, gun pigs will yeah. really shine against demons. Mm. That's that's what you've called it, right? Year of the gun pig. Year of the gun pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not doing gun pigs, no, my yeah, I'm only doing fucking basic humans this year. I'm not painting. I'm I'm not painting any Mechanicum stuff. Yeah, I haven't painted any Mechanicum stuff yet. I have painted a bunch of Solar Ox. So I've got this whole Solar Ox army that I'm slowly painting my way through. Um, but yeah, just because like every time I try and fucking do something, I just get sidetracked by some new Mechanicum shit or some new Mechanicum theme. We talked about that earlier, obviously, but yeah, I'll just. I'll just start doing that instead, and then I'll just be like, oh, yeah, should get back to that. So I'm just, like, forcing myself just to not do any kind of, any Mechanicum shit. We'll see how long it lasts. I mean, it's only <laughs> fucking halfway through, <laughs> halfway through March. I believe in you. Yeah, I believe I you. I know you've got the staying power. Yeah, I've already said I'm going to paint those demons, though, so we'll see. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to keep it... You're the basic human. I've also I'm painting like a fantasy army, uh, fantasy empire army as well. It's all basic humans, and then I've got. Did you get Perry Bros? Perry Bros for that one? Um, no, no. I've got I I've got like a ton of old plastics. Oh, nice. Like Game structural plastics, which are like most of them are Perry Brothers anyway. They're just like not. Yeah. They're just the um the actual empire models. I've got the uh, like a bunch of handgunners, a whole bunch of spearmen, and a whole bunch of um swordsmen they're all like sweet fucking peri oh and also the knights you know like classic fucking knights kits so i've got fucking shitload of them as well so it's all uh it, it ends up being peri brothers anyway have uh, a um whoever hasn't listened to that have a listen to that because I, I really enjoyed that episode and as someone who grew up you know like i i remember looking at the greens that they sculpted in white dwarf yeah and just being like holy fuck that's amazing they just make this little green man yeah like bit by bit they turn it into the model that you get in the end and uh such cool like cool humble dudes and yeah um, it was really good talking to them like i I, I didn't know what to expect i was just like oh fuck you know who knows who knows most of the like i've only talked to gav thorpe and uh those sort of people before um, but yeah, they were awesome. Like, uh, yeah, they were uh, laughing at my crazy jokes and stuff. So, yeah, it's good times. They told us all about a bunch of crazy stories, like hands getting blown off and uh, you know all this sort of thing. So, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're they're really cool dudes. That's um. Uh, oh fuck. <laughs> 
Oh man, the <laughs> the uh, have you got any questions for the Barry Brothers <laughs> thread that you guys created? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that made me laugh, and <laughs> I just I just laughed so hard at <laughs> so many of those comments. Uh, yeah, like people are, people are also crazy. Yeah, you can't ask Australians like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've definitely like had um, we've uh, I've redacted questions definitely before. Like you know, people have asked like questions for Gav Thorpe, and I'm just like, okay, well, those three, I'm not asking any of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny, but yeah, that's um, Electric Counts episode two. Uh, <coughs> yeah. We talked and definitely shows. worth a listen for anybody who's been around for. Um, you definitely appreciate hearing from them. So, I I was amazed to hear about Peter Jackson, that diorama thing they made for him. Oh yeah, have you seen pictures of that? It's fucking madness. No, oh, I dude, to look it's it so up, crazy. Yeah. Um, if you just type in, uh, it's not Gallipoli; it's some other thing. But if you just type in Peter Jackson Gallipoli diorama, uh, it definitely comes up, and it's like this massive thing that they did because it's in like fifty-four mil scale or something like that. I fucking forget that. It's literally rammed as well. I think there's like, what, there were 5,000. Yeah, 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 tons, yeah. It's a beautiful scene too. The, um, uh, yeah, if you type in, I typed in Perry Bros, Peter Jackson diorama, and uh, it comes up with all these pictures of Gallipoli, and it's like a, I don't know, it looks like the Anzacs are coming up a hill. Can you see the picture of them making it, where there's just, like, the table is literally like, Fucking 40 feet wide and like I don't know 20 feet long or some shit like that and there's like dudes literally sitting on on the terrain like their entire bodies are like sitting on the table and they're like gluing yeah. down bits of fucking bits of fucking vegetation and shit it's how good crazy. is that how good is the vegetation that looks incredible yeah it's really well done you look at the picture of those guys sticking shit on and it just looks like they're totally fucking fu- like can you see the amount of glue that they're using there yeah and you think, oh, that doesn't—that's fucking a lot of glue. They must have gone around and then they must go around the edge of static grass or something like that to blend it in. I'd love to pick the brains of somebody who works for that, like the that company or the waiter workshop or um, what was it? Odd is it Odd Studio or something like that? One of the Australian ones did the um, the new Alien Covenant film. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard of it. I need to watch that movie still. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Alien Covenant. Yeah. yeah. You can watch fucking Fassbender, like, homoerotically teaching an, a, Man, s- another Fassbender. I've never Fassbender. busted so hard. Anno- anno- a, I love, a, a I second love Fassbender. He's my player I flute. I love yeah. Man Crush 9000. Oh, if you love yeah. Fassbender, it's right up your alley, Sam. All right. Just imagine two Fassbenders, and one of them's, like, <laughs> fucking teaching the other one how to fucking play a flute, and it's, like, homoerotic as fuck. Because that scene is actually in the movie. Uh, I am <laughs> downloading it as we speak. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking crazy. I just typed uh, Peter Jackson Gallipoli diorama, and I'm just going through the Google image search, and it's fucking insane. Like the trench works and stuff, just like the, like the num- like there's tables just showing all the models, and it's just like fucking huge tables, like six by fours, entirely filled with these models, like one fifty. Oh, are they 54 mil? Is that what he said? Or are they one 135th or something? They're fucking, like, it's craziness. He was saying, he was saying they had, like, entire, like, volunteer teams, like, painting them and shit. Mm. Madness. Absolute madness. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, shouts out to Odd Studio. 
I uh, I love their work. I'll send you through. They did like the, I think they did the Blade Runner stuff as well. No, oh, that okay. was Waiter Workshop. Um, yeah, I'll send you this shit through that they make. Yeah, it's man. just crazy. Yeah, I love some of those. Love- um, on, on Instagram, there's, I've got a, I don't know what the hashtag would be, but uh, there's a guy that I follow who does um, like the crazy like background buildings and all that shit you know, you know like in um like in blade runner how they did a lot of those sort of building scenes were all models mm. there's a guy i follow on instagram who does that for video clips and all that sort of shit for a living he does all these like crazy fucking massive like buildings and stuff like that and yeah, he's, right. he's he does a bunch of stuff that would be like really perfect for, for titanicus yeah, nice. like um, you know, out of uh, just like bits of wood, like he, like it does a lot of carpentry, just like making the different floors and shit and architectural shit out of just like stacked pieces of uh, just wood that's been cut out in a, in a sort of in a shape, and then spaces in between them and that sort of thing. So it looks like a fucking like some awesome fucking building, and then he glues all these wires and all this other shit all over it, makes them super dystopian. So there's like yeah, there's um, that guy's really fucking awesome to follow as well. Like just for just for modeling ideas and things like that inspiration for titanicus tables or titanicus terrain or whatever i think that's the only thing that lets down the hobby when you've got the gaming aspect as well Mm. is that you you generally don't have the time to put in uh, most people don't have the time to put in to create something that detailed Mm. like i i really appreciate you know most of the work that that like it's still a majority of work to go into something like you know, your, even your um, Zomatolis jungle, you know, like there's quite a bit of detail mm. that goes into that. Oh, um, dude, that was the easiest and quickest one I've ever done, that table. Like, but even, and cheap, yeah, but almost even cheapest then, like, as well. It like, still looks really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just the amount of detail. I, I think, like, terrain looks better the more detail you've got. So, like, and because those because that green, that there's so much vegetation, I've just hot glued bunches. Of, I basically just got giant bunches of fake vegetation held them in a huge tight bunch with pliers and then hot glued it down waited for the hot glue to let go and then just let go let go of the pliers basically so it was just a huge bunch like all bundled up glued down and then just let go so it all expanded back out so that's why it's so those things are so dense because it's all just like tons and tons and tons of shit so when you look at it your eye is tricked into thinking that it's like super shit hot because it's like there's so much detail you can't like it looks really fucking dense um yeah so uh, I know that 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 was one of the cheapest ones I've ever done, and that's the one that I get the most like compliments and people wanting to play it. <laughs> is that one? And that, that's that's the one I take down to Magic Vault most times because it's like super easy to transport. Still... Is it traveling well? Oh yeah, yeah, fuck yeah! Like before an event, what I'll do is I'll um I'll get it and re hot glue down a bunch of shit because bits do fall off it every now and then. Um, yeah. Because just the sheer amount of shit that's hot glued down stuff's bound to fall off um especially some of those palm trees and that sort of thing because it's just plastic i didn't even i didn't wash them or anything i just took them out of the plastic bags that they came from china in and just yeah. hot glued them straight down so you know there's uh there's some, some of them are a bit oily and that sort of thing but they, they held on pretty well um but yeah that's it's really easy to transport i've just got like like a half height um plastic tub basically so it's the same size like uh floor size as a as a you know like a tub that i'd put full of terrain but it's half the height so i've just got two of those and both of those layers are both stuffed full and that's enough for like a like a really nice dense six by four or like a super super dense zm style four by four 
Or for fantasy, you know, like that's four fantasy tables basically. Just roll out three three green mats and throw that shit down. Boom, ready to go. Are you finding many people getting back into the old um, fantasy table building along with the new armies too? Um, As people get back into it, is there that? Yeah, not, uh, I don't know. There hasn't been really that much discussion of the terrain. Like most people who are showing up with tables have just using, are using like, uh, using stuff that they've used for 30k as well, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, so, fantasy terrain is like it's a hard thing to branch into because if you're playing lots of 30k, it doesn't really cross pollinate very well. I yeah. guess we're fighting on some feudal world with fucking magic castle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made a lot of mine sort of scale agnostic, so uh, especially like my lava tables, they're just rock. I've made a lot of rock piles for them, so uh, like I. I'm providing most of the tables for this, forty uh, for this fantasy event, and most of them are just basically taking centurion density tables and turning them into like two or three fantasy tables because you really don't need that much terrain for fantasy. You actually want like an open space in the middle that you can fight on rather than like mm. having to having to fight in amongst a whole bunch of fucking shit. Is really annoying. Um, yeah, so, a little bit yeah. of cover's good, but too yeah. much, and you're like, "This is shit." <laughs> yeah, you want some stuff so you can maneuver around and do some like creepy flanking shit and tree lurking and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, you don't want like bottlenecks where you're like, "Oh, mm. I can't do anything." <laughs> yeah, but I like I did specifically like when I was planning my armies, I did plan that out. Like I planned for them to be able to use, uh, I planned to use them for sort of fantasy for 30k and for epic and that sort of thing as well and luckily and luckily titanicus yeah fuck yeah titanicus is the next terrain i need to worry about yeah yeah just buildings man mass buildings i reckon yeah. go, go cheap go rocks <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah well yeah, i, I really like your table man. um i like yours with, like the rock columns and stuff and it's really cool well, if you listen to the latest uh, engine kill, we were talking about like a ZM style table for you know indoor Titan battles. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. a good point, Sam. If you bring your Zomotalis up with you, I would mm. be interested in trying out a game of Titanicus in the hallways. Yeah, okay. Depending on how much room you've got. That, yeah, that could be tight when there's three of us in the car already. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Last time it was either models or bed. So. <laughs> Yo, you fucking maniacs rolled out on my floor and head to toe. <laughs> yeah, that was an experience. Guy was a guy's a noisy sleeper, and I'm pretty sure I am too. <laughs> poor Pat. <laughs> um, Pat, Pat got a fucking couch to sleep on. Not poor Pat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was going to say, d- is there anything else we wanted to cover? Yeah, I think we've, Not largely. I mean, we've uh, said a bunch of shit. But we've said a bunch of inflammatory stuff. Exactly. <laughs> we've t- yeah. said fuck all the shit. You guys were talking shit about some fighting people, I guess. Yeah, 20 minutes of MMA talk. You know, it's all good, man. It's yeah, good, I've, good, um, good I've, put in, I've put in when to, when to cut that out. So I might like cut in a little chime sound and uh, somebody can just cut that out. Skip to the next bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, I think... I think preceding this as well. I'll just chuck the first bit on the end. Oh but shit! The first bit on the end. I don't know. How, I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> I only started. I didn't realize we were recording for the first. I don't know five minutes until I said 
oh we're recording and then you say yeah we're recording and then about a minute later i was like oh okay i got the program up and started recording so i'm at two hours 42 right now uh, i've got 332 oh shit. <laughs> i'll just i'll dump the whole thing on except for that start bin that was kind of off the books and hopefully yeah. there's only a little bit of me doing housework in the background yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, yeah pretty Sam much. didn't even realize we were recording as well. I didn't. Yeah, I had no idea. But that's good. Yeah, I just like, talking shit. It's pretty funny <laughs> if it just starts like halfway through a conversation, though. Like, just find the most ridiculous shit that we're saying and just start it right there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no intro. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, when you said the intro, I looked at the time and it was like an hour and thirty in. So. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> I'm currently looking at uh, names for. Have you seen the like name plates you can put on your model bases? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's versus, terrain. Yeah, versus terrain. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah Ryan's there. got some for his dark angles. And look fucking sick. So I'm currently on Volta and Chainsaw because it's got a list of every single ultramarine name ever mentioned. So oh, I'm like, nice. oh, cool. I'll just pick some up from there. <laughs> <laughs> Bobcat Gilliman. <Okay. laughs> That's the only one you need. Bobcat Gilliman. Yeah. On, on like eight different dudes, just every single one. Yeah, Bobcat. I am Bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> well tim thanks man it's um your you and michael were pretty much the reason that i got started in all this so it's really nice to have a talk to you and thanks for coming that's all right thanks for coming in our show as well um jackie was on the latest engine kill uh oh, i should listen to them yeah it's just come out so you can hear you now, now i'm getting all into titanicus i need to oh yeah branch into that one as well yeah, it's pretty good. Um, like, I was listening to it today. Like, I'm definitely at the start. I just keep... Because, I, I don't know. I just keep yapping on. I'm like... After <laughs> after years of podcasting and, like, uh, just... Because Michael and I sit in the same room, I, I'm always ready to jump in if, if in case there's any dead air. Because that's the mm-hmm. only thing when I listen to another podcast and there's dead air. I'm always like, ugh. So, just after years of doing that, I'll just start talking. Just keep fucking talking. Just keep <laughs> dominating the conversation every now and then. Um... So, yeah, like, the, definitely at the start, I just, like, wah, 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 wah. But then, yeah, sort of, like, about half an hour in, I let everyone else start talking and saying shit, which is good. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, listen back it's, to it today. Well, I think you, you got us started on this as well. It's such an odd thing to do to, you know, because Sam and I are currently 400 k's away and mm. you and us, we're 4,000 <laughs> 4, k's away. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's an odd thing to sit down in your you know, in your hobby room or whatever and put on a headset and have a chat with some people on yeah. the other side of the world. But T- take off your pants and put on your headset. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's a good medium. Yeah. I really like it, uh, obviously. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I always enjoy going on other people's podcasts as well. Like, I listen to yours and then, yeah, I, 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 I like going on other casts and then sort of, like, sort of uh, trying to, and then just sort of like getting in in, in the, on the dynamic, that sort of thing. So I don't know. I don't know if that's what if if, if I've just said a whole bunch of shit and just talked over <laughs> everyone. But it's been good. No, it's, I've had a it's good perfect. time. You guys have been pleas- quite pleasant. Oh, thanks, thanks, man. Thanks Dude. for coming on. It's uh, <laughs> nice to talk to you on a podcast forum again. We've yeah, man. Been on. Yeah. Cross pollinating here and there. It's really good. Yeah, we're gonna play some uh, fucking Battlefield Four or some shit at some point. See you soon. Yeah, man. I'm always keen. I see you online just watching TV. I'm like, oh, maybe one day you'll play a game with yeah, Sam it's, again. Yeah, it's usually my daughter watching, like, um, yeah. uh, Skylanders or something like that. Shouts out to PopFizz. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to PopFizz, shout out to Spyro. You know the computer game Spyro? 
the dragon from that is on yeah. the show as well. He's like this purple dragon who's um like because I've I try man I try not to fucking take it in, but it's just impossible. Like you end up taking in information from the shows. The Spyro Dragon, his like power is that he's invincible. Like he's in, like he's got in like um his his hide is in, in like can't be like he's impervious basically. So got can, no like, dragon. Yeah, so you can throw like a bomb at him or whatever, and explodes and shit. It's pretty good. Like that show, out of all the shows that she does watch, watch that's one of the ones that I do enjoy because it's got like snarky fucking commentary, <laughs> like snarky <laughs> chit chat between the characters. Um, and like you know uh, Seinfeld, remember the character Putty from Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah, that guy does one of the voices. Oh um, really? One of the voices. Did you guys ever watch that show Silicon Valley? No, uh, I remember. I don't remember watching much of it. Oh, okay. There's a, for any of the listeners, there's a guy from Silicon Valley called Ross, who's like this billionaire investor who's just the biggest jack off, and he's always just like, his like the whole like <laughs> sub joke with him is just him always rolling up in like a convertible, and he's always listening to like Limp Biscuit or like some fucking just like <laughs> shitty like some music like that, um, you know, like. Wah! Um, down with the sickness that's the shit and it is he, he th- that actor does like one of the characters in, in the show as well um so yeah anyway shout out to skylanders <laughs> you know shout skylanders <laughs> my kid when he was like six or seven we got skylanders for the ipad oh, and then yeah. like a few days later we got a bill for 140 dollars when he bought like all these gems for it you didn't know oh Ooh. no yeah yeah and then he got sick of the game <laughs> no 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 you're playing this now like this is your life <laughs> <laughs> you're over invested you need to like fucking just farm this shit so I can sell all your shit to to, to, uh, to people sell the account to some crazy Chinese guy yeah yeah Chinese gold farmers <laughs> Chinese right. resin, yes. resin farmers yeah. yeah well I've got more housework to do not on the radio so I'll uh... yeah man it's been good thanks for having me on Thanks for coming, Tim. How do you finish this thing off usually? What do you say? Do you have a trademark? Like, uh, no jingle, no trademark. No, we have no fully painted for closes for us. We're uh, <laughs> still, le- still learning to not talk about shaving balls or uh, okay, crazy yeah. eagles and stuff. It's, yeah, it's yeah. normally the time when Sam springs up like, some kind of weird sex position gif. <laughs> <laughs> he, he showed me like a five way last time, and that's how we're supposed to show up. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I'm gonna go go, go uh, do a Cleveland steamer. So, see ya. Yeah. Right, see, see you, boys. Thanks. See you guys. Right, see you guys.